Blog Talk Radio. International Trot from Yonkers Raceway is brought to you by Bet America. It's time to play the Bet America way. VIP Stables, bringing harness racing fans into the winner's circle since 1999. Isle Casino Racing at Pompano Park, the winter capital of harness racing for over 50 years. Friends of Maryland Standardbreds, promoting standardbred racing in the state of Maryland and beyond. Embroidery Unlimited, your one-stop shop for all of your embroidery needs. TheStable.ca, an affordable way to own a racehorse through fractional ownership and new vocations, the nation's largest racehorse adoption program. And by the Standard Bread Owners Association of New York. For more than 50 years, the association has represented the interests of owners, trainers, and drivers who regularly compete at Yonkers Raceway.
The International Trot returned to Yonkers Raceway in 2015 and lived up to the hype and expectation that it always has as Papagayo from Norway was able to take the big race. 2016 features one of the most competitive trotting fields in recent history. The dominant mare, Hannelore Hanover, trained by Ron Burke, scored the illustrious pole position and will look to use that to her advantage against a strong group of older male foes. Obrigado was a late addition as Ringo star Treb from Italy was scratched. Trainer Paul Kelly says it was fate and he is very excited about his opportunity to take on the international competition. Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America, is proud to present the 2016 rendition of the Yonkers International Trot, live from Yonkers Raceway in New York. Again, hello everybody, Mike Carter alongside of Mike Bozich on an absolutely gorgeous afternoon for live harness racing action. We're live from Yonkers Raceway for the 2016 International Trot. $1 million is the purse. It goes as race number six. Race five is coming up first, but we've got a very special guest joining us right now, uh, Mike Bozich. Presented by Bet America, and uh, I'll tell you what, it's just a beautiful, beautiful day. Uh, and uh, Alex, uh, we're joined by the executive director of the Standard Bread Owners and Association of New York. And Alex, first of all, you guys are blessed because the weather for this event is absolutely fantastic. Uh, after a big absence, the international trot made its way back here to Yonkers last year. Uh, and uh, you guys certainly have to be proud of that feat, bringing this great race back. Sure. Uh, I mean, first off, uh, welcome. Glad to have you guys here. It's, a, as you said, a great afternoon. The weather couldn't be better for a mid-October uh, fall day in, the, in New York. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, can't, I can't remember a card like this, you know, like uh, top and down. I mean, the International Trot's a great race, there's no question. But obviously, I'm sure a lot of your, your viewers are excited about Wiggle It Jiggle It. They're excited about Be a Magician returning. And they're excited, I'm sure, about, you know, everybody's favorite foiled again racing later, too. It's just an amazing card. And, um, you know, couldn't, couldn't have a better day here. Absolutely not. I mean, the weather's just outstanding. And then you guys got some other things going on. You got Oktoberfest, a lot of activity in the grandstand, a great crowd. You guys have to be so pleased. Yeah, they're actually, um, they're, there's a bunch of people out there. You know, um, uh, Mr. Rooney and Mr. Galterio, um, you know, uh, obviously they run the track and the casino, and they've been very supportive um, of this event. Um, they've spent a lot of money. Um, you know, the, the European uh, uh, contingent that comes over, they're here for a week, you know, and, uh, um, and there's a lot of events done for all of the participants, the Europeans and the Americans. And, um, you know, they like to put on a really good show, a classy show. And anybody, you could talk to anybody that's been a part of uh, the stuff that's gone on this, this week and as well as last year. It's an incredible event, you know. Yeah, certainly. It's a first class. I mean, uh, you know, between you guys, uh, Joe Feraldo, uh, John Brennan, all the guys who just the first class haven't heard a, a bad word. Everybody is so excited, uh, you know, coming from overseas and racing these great horses. Uh, and uh, what, what's Mike? Oh, we got about a minute. OK, Mike's got on, on a strict time level here. But uh, real quick, what are your thoughts on the race itself, Alex? Um, I think I think it's I honestly think it's really wide open. I mean, this year the uh, American horses uh, look really strong. Obviously, Handler Hanover and Resolve drew one and two, which is a huge advantage here at Yonkers. Um, but you know, there's some doubt about both of them. Handler's never raced on this track, and Resolve's over three here. So you can make a case for some others if you wanted to um, um, do that. Get some long shots in there. Uh, people are high on Oasis B, the European horse, and uh, of course, Obergado is a fan favorite too. Another American starter. 
Yeah, no question about it. Uh, you know, real quick, Alex, before we let you go, uh, for those of you out there that are handicapping a race like this, uh, you know, you've got a, a field of 10. Uh, you've got a couple of different trailers, which obviously will uh, play a big part. But, you know, the European drivers, uh, they don't really mind racing on the outside. And, you know, we see a lot of the American drivers where it's more timing and finesse. But a lot of these European drivers don't mind racing on the outside. And that certainly throws a big dynamic into it if you're handicapping at home. Definitely. I mean, it's it's certainly going to be hard to predict um, exactly where uh, the horses are going to be positioned uh, because, like you said, of the of the different drivers involved. Um, and if people saw last year's race, uh, you know that we have the website, the International Trot. And there's a bunch of races. There's also races for these European horses. You could see their form, their recent form. Uh, but yeah, they like to race outside. They like to. It's a different style than America. And so when you mix the American drivers with the European drivers, we're not sure what's going to happen. Um, you know, so we'll see. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some horses outside. It was a great race last year. There's a lot of movement. And, um, you know, hopefully it'll be the same kind of exciting race and a, and a, you know, really good finish. Hey, the greatest trotters in the world are here at Yonkers Raceway today. Plus, be a magician, foiled again, wiggle it, jiggle it. It's an all-star card. Alex, we certainly appreciate you putting together, and we appreciate you joining us and uh, being so great. There was here. Thank you so much. Have a good day, guys. All right, that was Alex Dedoyan, the uh, executive director of the Standard Bread Owners Association of New York. And I'll tell you what, Mike, they've uh, really treated us good. We've got a fantastic spot here from our broadcast location. We're right at the top of the far turn. And, uh, you know, this is, I have to admit, Mike, this is the first time I've been to Yonkers Raceway. And really, if you've never been, how tight this turn is is an understatement. I know you can see it on TV, but I'll tell you what, TV doesn't do it anymore. Yeah, definitely. Well, we're going to take a quick timeout. When we come back, John Campbell will be on to join us. He drives Taylor Ward in the International Pride for $1 million on the backside of this commercial break presented by That America. Hey, I'm Chantel Sutherland-Cruz and want to tell you all about BetAmerica.com. It's the coolest place to bet on horse racing on over 200 racetracks from America and around the world. New players receive a 100% bonus on your first deposit, up to $300. That's the best sign-up bonus available today. It's time to play the Bet America way. We're back live from Yonkers Raceway. We're covering the 2016 $1 million international you drive ten over from post number nine here uh, this afternoon. Before we get into what you think about the horse and the race, uh, how did you come up with the drivers? Uh, I got a call uh, about three, four weeks back from Klaus Klock, who's a real good friend of mine. Uh, we've, uh, you know, intermingled between here and uh, Sweden when I've been over there. And uh, he said that the owners of... Uh, Tano Bark wanted me to drive him and uh, wanted to know if I was available. And for a million dollars, I can be available. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, John, a race like this, we were just talking to Alex DeDoyne a little bit about this, where you have the European drivers coming over. And it's certainly a little bit of a contrast in style, because if you watch all the European races, they don't mind uh, racing wide. And here in America, it's, you know, you guys have a lot of finesse, more well-timed moves. But uh, it's very interesting always when the European drivers mix with the American drivers and the uh, styles clash. I think it's great. I think it's great for the betters because it's a, another factor that they have. It's it's an unknown, and I think more unknown to we have in our game uh, as far as the wagering is concerned, it's better. It makes it more intriguing, and somebody thinks they can figure out, uh, you know, they can make make a bet, and if they pre- prove to be right, they're going to get rewarded. 
Now let's talk, John, a little bit about post number nine uh, for you. Draw towards the inside. Obviously, you're driving behind Hanover, Hanover, and Resolve. What is your uh, plan for post nine? Well, I'm I'm pretty well limited. I, I'm actually happy with my post. I'm hoping that he's you know good good enough gated and good enough on his feet getting out of the gate that I can stick close. I want to be right on Hanover, Hanover's back, you know, till uh, the head of the stretch. You know, based on the way the, the race looks like it'll set up. It, it could change dramatically the first quarter. We don't know that. But, uh, you know, going into the race, my, my plan is just to stick as close to her as I can and, uh, you know, see what happens at the head of the stretch. Yeah, it's certainly going to be interesting. Well, John, listen, you got anything more, Mike? John, we certainly appreciate you joining us. Uh, give him heck out there. And uh, I'll tell you what, and I was telling Mike, this is the first time I've actually ever been to Yonkers. And this turn here, I mean, it, I don't think TV does it any justice how tight this last turn is. Well, it's tighter than, you know, what we're used to. But, I mean, for, for a half-mile track, the horses get around the turn pretty well. It's banked well. Um, I, I don't see that as a problem for these horses coming from overseas. They've raced on a number of different style tracks over there, and I think they'll adapt to this one very well. John, we appreciate you joining us, buddy. Thank you very much. Thank you, John. All right, that was John Campbell, Mike Bozich. Now, race number five is coming up next here at Yonkers Raceway. We're going to take a very, very, very quick look at it, and then we're going to take a quick timeout. We are not going to be covering race number five live, though. Race five can be seen on our partner's website at betamerica.com. Currently, the eight to five betting choice, Mike, the four, fill your boots, and the one, dream out loud, three, one, seven, take it back, Terry. A little bit surprised that the uh, take it back, Terry. Yeah, certainly. This is your horse, Mike. Fill your boots. Uh, Yannick Shingron's getting the drive here. Uh, first time that I know of that uh, Yannick's driving this horse, and they gets a little bit of post-relief. A come-from-behind victory at Yonkers last time. And, Mike, they are going to the gate. Like I said, we're not going to be covering it, but we are going to be covering races 6, 7, 8, 9, and 10. And, of course, uh, you know, listen, be a magician. Wiggle it, jiggle it, along with the international trot. It's going to be a fun, fun afternoon, Mike. I'm certainly looking forward to it. Plus, we've got a lot of great guests. We did a lot of interviews. So a lot to come on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike. It's a very special edition. Yes, sir. Well, this is one of our two live remotes left for 2016. We're going to be going to the Breeders' Crown. Uh, you heard it right here first. We're going to be going to the Breeders' Crown in two weeks and doing a live broadcast from there as well. Again, Race 5 is going off at Yonkers Raceway if you're betting with our partner, BetAmerica.com. We're going to take a quick time out. When we come back, we're going to talk international trot from now just about until the race itself. We've got post time with Mike and Mike presented by BetAmerica. Every dream has a start, and this one is ours. To trot and pace fast, faster than all the others, and maybe faster than any horse ever has. With every stride, 1,200 pounds of pure equine determination. In every turn, there's a tale. Every bet is a hope. No five-year returns, no annuities, 401ks. Return on investment comes in seconds. Maybe they say that the odds are against you. But you know nothing great comes easy. Winners don't second-guess. They sprint through openings and dig in deeper when the going's tough. No horse ever rides alone. The owners, the driver, the groom, and you... There are no sidelines here. The world is often full of many compromises, but not here. Not on this day. Not in this race. Not with this horse. Not in this sport. Once you feel it, it becomes you. Once you become it, your dream becomes ours. 
This is Harness Racing. We welcome you to the Harness Racing Fan Zone. See it all for yourself. Feel it in all the passion. Share that experience with others. And be a part of it all. The Harness Racing Fan Zone puts you in the driver's seat. back to Post Time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America. Mike Carter alongside of Mike Bozich and we are live from Yonkers Raceway. We're talking Yonkers International Trot here this afternoon. We're also going to have some live winner's reaction after the race. We cover the entire thing from start to finish um, right here on Post Time with Mike and Mike. Race number five just ended and take it back Terry. Uh, Mike was a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a shorter price than I thought uh, Take It Back Terry was going to be. But, Mike, the one thing I want to notice, the camera angles here at Yonkers have just been absolutely uh, phenomenal. And it's been a, it's been a lot of fun to, uh, to sit back and, uh, and sit back and watch them. You've got the drone view coming around the far turn. You've got a headshot now. So it's definitely interesting. Yeah, it certainly, it certainly is, Mike, and uh, we just saw the drone flying over a little bit as well, so there's going to be a lot of different shots here uh, throughout the video, and uh, listen, you got to give the people at Yonkers uh, a big, big heads up because they have done uh, a terrific, terrific job uh, here certainly at uh, Yonkers Raceway, and we talk a little bit about the International Trot, and I know Mike Carter is headed that way, but uh, the inaugural International Trot, if you're looking for a little bit of history about the big race, the Trot was... Uh, 1959 uh, was the inaugural international trot. It was uh, won by Habin, a crowd of 48,000 gathered at Roosevelt Raceway. Uh, and uh, the race was actually uh, carded as a mile and a half. That was uh, the inaugural, uh, and it was then a mile and a quarter. But, uh, of course, uh, now it is the mile and a quarter distance. And, uh, you know, they did a great job of bringing this race back because this is off a 20-year absence uh, from last year, and uh, last year, Norway's Papagayo, uh, in the first race back off that huge 20-year absence, was able to come up the inside and win, and we talked about the strategy of this particular race. We talked about it with uh, John Campbell and the mixture of the European drivers, and uh, how interesting is uh, that dynamic? Uh, you know, John said that they're used to this half-mile track, uh, the Europeans coming over here. Um, they're used to racing at it overseas, so it's always a great dynamic because the American drivers drive, it seems like to me anyway, with a lot more finesse, you know, you've got the European drivers that come in and they are not afraid to go wide. They're not afraid to go the mile, so uh, wide mile rather. And uh, listen, they rate outside just as good as any. So that's why we get to see such a fantastic, uh, fantastic race when you get uh, the Europeans and the Americans mixing. Um, but anyway, last year, uh, Norway's Papagano was able to come up the inside to get the job done. The race uh, is, uh, for the second straight year, is going to go for a $1 million purse right here at Yonkers Raceway. It's the sixth race, so probably about 20 minutes to post. Thank you, Bank Terry just took the fifth at Yonkers. Well, it's going to be Mike Bozich flying solo because Mike Carter is on his way uh, to the other side. So we're going to bring Mike Carter uh, in via his phone in just a couple of minutes. He is going to make his way to the grandstand and prepare to get winner's circle reaction from the winner 
uh, and uh, the connections of the Yonkers International Trot. It's going to be tremendous. A field of 10 will do battle, and we've got a lot of interviews. Had a chance to hear from a lot of the participants, and we're going to play those uh, interviews and uh, reactions next on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Join us for Maryland Horse Council's Evening at the Races at Rosecroft Raceway on Thursday, October 20th at 6 p.m. As speakers include Ted Black, racing analyst and sports writer who has covered harness racing in the Mid-Atlantic region for nearly 30 years. Corey Callahan, Maryland native and leading harness racing driver in North America. Sal Sinatra, president and general manager of the Maryland Jockey Club and the new owner of Rosecroft Raceway. Anthony McDonald, creator of the Stable.ca, is an affordable way to boost harness horse ownership among both first-time and long-time owners. Also, paddock tours are available and the opportunities for exciting ride to the starting car, an experience not to be missed. To purchase your tickets, visit mdhorsecouncil.org or buy your tickets at the door. It's the Maryland Horse Council's Evening at the Races at Rosecroft Raceway, Thursday, October 20th. Hey, I'm Chantel Sutherland-Cruz and want to tell you all about BetAmerica.com. It's the coolest place to bet on horse racing on over 200 racetracks from America and around the world. New players receive a 100% bonus on your first deposit, up to $300. That's the best sign-up bonus available today. It's time to play the Bet America way. The New Vocations Racehorse Adoption Program places retired racehorses into approved monitored homes and transitions them into second careers. New Vocations has placed over 350 retired standard breads the past three years. They are now accepting horses from all racetracks in the United States. New Vocations has facilities in Ohio, Kentucky, and Pennsylvania and is expanding to New York. To learn more, visit newvocations.org and on Facebook at New Vocations. Racehorse Adoption Program. Ever dream of owning your own racehorse? How would you like to get in the winner's circle with the number one harness racing partnership in the U.S.? VIP State. There's nothing like the thrill of your horse coming down the stretch. To find out more, call VIP Stable at 877-VIP-WIN-1 or visit us on the web at www.vipstable.com. Turning horse racing fans into racehorse owners. Be a winner. Get a huge boost to your bankroll for all of summer's best racing at Bet America. All new players can double their first deposit up to $300 with Bet America's 100% deposit bonus. That's the biggest sign up bonus in the industry. Sign up today and start playing the Bet America way. with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America. Mike Bozich, Mike Carter is headed to the grandstand where he is going to get reaction from the winners of the International Trot. Uh, and what a great race right now. They put up 27 minutes, a field of 10. There will be two trailers starting in this race at Yonkers, number nine, Tano Bork, and number 10, Explosive to be. While we had a chance to catch up with some of the connections of the participants for this uh, big million-dollar affair, the International Trot, uh, right now currently no chance in the big race, going for a million dollars at the mile and a quarter distance. And uh, let's see, who did we get? Who do we have at the old library here? We had a chance to catch up 
with uh, the trainer of number four, Flanagan Memory. Uh, his name is uh, Renee Dion Flanagan Memory, coming off a big win. First time Lasix, last out of the Alarage. I think uh, Renee mentioned that 51 and 2, 26 and 4, just a great effort and a close to uh, defeat the Crazy Wow and JL Cruz. Brian Sears is back in the bike. He's had a lot of success with his horse, uh, drawing post position number four. So let's see what trainer Renee Dion had to say about uh, Flanagan Memory's chances here. One. I'm visiting with trainer Renee Dion, trainer of Flanagan Memory. Renee, uh, how's the horse coming into the race? Coming pretty good, you know, with the last uh, race that we did in uh, Lexington. Came up uh, pretty, pretty sharp. What do you think the key to victory here is today? I don't know. It's going to be hard to, uh, it's hard to call like uh, 10 horses in the, ra- in the, in the race and uh, a mile and a quarter. Anything can happen. Renee, we appreciate you joining us. Thank you very much. All right, that was uh, trainer Renee Dion of number four, Flanagan Memory, of course, uh, coming from Canada, the representative, the uh, lone representative of Canada this year, coming from post position number four. Uh, once again, Brian Sims in the bike, Flanagan Memory, 18 of 65 in the win column, uh, a millionaire, uh, one of uh, several millionaires, obviously, in this particular race, one of six is seven, uh, five of 12 here this year, 266,000, the mark of 152 excuse me, 151 and two taken as a six-year-old at Mohawk in his very last race, and that was first-time Lasik. So if Flanagan Memory can build off of that effort, he can certainly be a big-time player in this ballgame right now, 20-1 to on the board. We had a chance to hear from trainer Oka Swanstad uh, and driver Oka Swanstad of two resolve. Resolve is coming into the Yonkers International Trot as the morning line favorite. A winner of four of his last six, 14 of 49. He's making his 50th career start here today. He's got over $1.6 million in the bank. And we actually had a chance to catch uh, up with Oka Swans. That is uh, right after he was warming up this horse. So let's uh, hear what Oka has to say or had to say about Resolve. Visiting with Oka Swanstad, trainer driver of Resolve. Uh, this horse just warmed up. What were your thoughts? Yeah, I warmed up one time and then go. Uh, Second time too, but uh, everything is normal and we have changed normal before this. So, yeah. What are your thoughts coming into the race? Oh, I don't know. It's a lot of good horses, and I hope we can get a good position in the race. And we need a good horse, a horse in top form, and a little bit of luck. All right, Aki, we appreciate you joining us. Good luck out there. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, that was trainer Oka Swanstad, trainer of uh, number two, Resolve, the morning line favorite heading into this particular race. And uh, obviously, we talked about his stats. Uh, five-year-old horse by Muscle Hill, 14 of 49. He's making his 50th uh, career start here today. And uh, right now, nine to five on the board. Right now, we're going to bring in Mike Carter. Mike has traveled across the, uh, well, it seems like across the globe. Let's see if we could uh, hear him from that massive humanity over there. Mike, you there? Yeah, we're here. All right. Well, listen, you're sounding good. I can, uh, I'm looking over, and once again, our broadcast location is about midway around this final turn here at the Yonkers. And I'm um, looking over at the grandstand right now. I'm seeing a terrific crowd. Give us your thoughts on the crowd as you're in that sea of humanity over there. No, it's a fantastic crowd over here, and the people are really, really enjoying it. They've got their Oktoberfest going on currently. They've got a band playing over here. Lots of great things going on here, but one thing we want to mention is the co-mingled pools, Mike Bozich. There is $16,000 in the wind pool already 
for 23 minutes to post it's a commingled pool with France for the women show pools are commingled Alex Dorian made it very clear off the air Mike how excited they were uh, about that kind of surprised Hillor Hanover opened up at eight to one Mike Lozich now five to two on the board and the two resolve at nine to five. Yeah, certainly a very interesting betting board, uh, but really a wide-open race, though. Whenever you have a field of 10, you have two trailers, and you're uh, mingling the European style of racing with the American style of racing, uh, hey, a lot of times it uh, certainly uh, leads to some long shots. So there certainly is a lot of great value uh, to be had in this race. And, and Mike, I don't really want to go through our picks yet, but uh, from looking from over there, uh, I know they have Oktoberfesco, and like you say, they have the band playing. But one of the interesting things and one of the great things, one of the unique things about the international trot is uh, are the flags. And uh, I know that uh, my little one and my wife that are here, uh, Ben was able to get a couple of those flags, but they give them out for free. What's the the flag uh, uh, distribution looks like look like in the grandstand? That's a good question. I don't see a whole lot of them right now. I'm sure we'll see more as we get closer to the race, but I'm looking at all the flags that are posted right around the winter circle here at Yonkers Raceway. There's flags in the center as well. Uh, every country is represented here, uh, from Canada to Norway to Sweden to Denmark to Italy. They're all here looking for, uh, for victory in the international trot. Mike, this is like the Olympics of, uh, of harness racing. You've got a bunch of different, uh, bunch of different countries um, represented it. And, of course, you have a horse in here named Jonesy, Mike, who Finland has never won an international trot. So Jonesy's going to try to become the first horse from Finland to win the international trot. Yes, yeah, certainly. Well, I'll tell you what, Mike, we're going to uh, go through. I know we've had a couple of these interviews that we've already played, but uh, we're going to go ahead and go through these interviews, Mike. I'm going to put hey, you back hey, on Mike. hold. Yes, sir. Hey, Mike. Real quick. Yes, sir. Uh, I've, got Brandon, I got, I've got Brandon Valvo here with me. What's, uh, you got a quick second? Absolutely. Why don't you go and bring Brandon in? Now, for those of you that don't know, Brandon is from uh, Harness Racing America, and he has been following uh, these horses uh, pretty much all year long. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. All right, we're here with Brandon Valvo. And, Brandon, talk to us a little bit about uh, what you think about the international travel. Talk about the field and how deep it is in general. It looks like a pretty good field. It is a good field. You know, I think the Americans might have a slight edge uh, in terms of class, but the European form and some of these horses like Untrack Karatin and uh, Oasis B is a little skewed because they've been facing horses like Nuncio all year who's been, you know, just gobbling up all the grade one wins. So, um, you know, definitely don't count the Europeans out, but the draw is definitely favorable for the American. Do, uh, the two two Americans on the inside and Obrigado is formidable as well, of course. Now, of course, uh, Nuncio, we all remember from last year here in the States. Talk to us a little bit about who you like in the race. Um, I personally like Jonesy a little bit. Uh, Obrigado's obviously got a shot. BB Sugar Light, you know, can't be counted out. Who do you, who do you, uh, who do you like in this field? So it's interesting. I know there's a lot of guys who are looking to be pretty aggressive off the gate. I've heard, um, you know, I talked to um, Jonesy's connections. He wants to get a good early position. Obviously, his horse is very speedy off the gate. Um, you have to think the two on the inside are going to want to show speed. I've heard DBS Sugarlight wants to leave and get positioned. So it could be interesting going into that first turn. Uh, you know, in terms of who I like, I I was interested in Antrak Parotten, and then he drew post eight. So that kind of, uh, I guess he's getting a little more value, although nine to one isn't a lot of value from post eight, I guess. But um, he's coming off a break in his last start, which is pretty rare for him. He picks up um, one of the top drivers in the world, Orion Schildstrom. Um, and, you know, in terms of value, he could be an interesting horse just because last year in this race, he actually raced quite well. He 
had to make a big premature move. He was racing up on the pace for a long time, first over. Didn't work out. You know, I was hoping if he could have drawn better, maybe it would work out for him this time around. But um, in terms of value, he might still might still be there a little bit. Now, real quick, before we let you go, let's talk a little bit about Tano Bork. John Campbell picks up the drive here, and John seems very, very confident in this horse. He said he wants to try to follow Hanover, Hanover out. Obviously, if there's a lot of speed, uh, that plan is going to kind of backfire on him a little bit. What do you think of Tano Bork's chances here? Well, it's interesting because he draws post nine, and like you said, if Hanover leaves, he can just follow her. Um, this horse is interesting. You know, he's been racing at, like, um, Hamburg, Germany, and these tracks. He's racing under saddle many times. You know, he's won racing under saddle races by double-digit lengths. You know, he's won by, I think, one race was 23 lengths or something when I chartered it. So uh, he's an interesting horse. You know, you don't really know how he stacks up to these. He's never faced horses that are this good before. So this will be a big test. But, uh, you know, if he gets the good trip, it, you know, he could be part of the picture. You know, like you saw last year with Papagayoi, who got that perfect trip, and he was there, you know, when horses like – Tomoko and others were doing the dirty work on the outside the whole race. You know, if you can get that inside trip on a half mile track, that's very important. All right, Brandon, thanks so much. We appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me on. No problem. Mike Bozich, uh, he talked a little bit about, you know, some strategy of some of these guys. And, you know, he, he's right. You know, there could be a lot of speed. Handle or handover can go right to the front. It's just no telling what could happen here. No, absolutely not. Well, I'll tell you what, Mike, we're going to uh, throw you on hold because we're going to play some of these uh, interviews that we've had. We had a chance to catch up with uh, a couple of these guys in the paddock uh, here at the Yonkers Raceway. Uh, Tomas Corbinoa, the uh, driver and trainer of number three, Jonesy, a horse that we just heard a little bit about from Brandon Valbo. And we had a chance to talk to uh, Vidar Hope, the uh, driver of seven, BBS Sugarlight from Norway, who's uh, making his way over. Uh, to compete in this $1 million event. We've got a timeout to take. When we come back, it's more coverage of the international trot from Yonkers. We're 17 minutes away. Right now, Resolve is maintaining the favorite status at 2-1. to one. You've got post time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America. Join us for Maryland Horse Council's Evening at the Races at Rosecroft Raceway on Thursday, October 20th at 6 p.m. Guest speakers include Ted Black, racing analyst and sports writer, who has covered harness racing in the Mid-Atlantic region for nearly 30 years. Corey Callahan, Maryland native and leading harness racing driver in North America. Sal Sinatra, president and general manager of the Maryland Jockey Club and the new owner of Rosecroft Raceway. Anthony McDonald, creator of the Stable.ca, is an affordable way to boost harness horse ownership among both first-time and long-time owners. Also, paddock tours are available and the opportunities for exciting ride to the starting car, an experience not to be missed. To purchase your tickets, visit mdhorsecouncil.org or buy your tickets at the door. It's the Maryland Horse Council's Evening at the Races at Rosecroft Raceway, Thursday, October 20th. Get a huge boost to your bankroll for all of summer's best racing at Bet America. All new players can double their first deposit up to $300 with Bet America's 100% deposit bonus. That's the biggest sign up bonus in the industry. Sign up today and start playing the Bet America way. Oh, 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 Oh,
Green horses up on the far side. Comes all Bregado, but it's Resolve. Resolve takes the lead. Broke his dead. Resolve, not in memory. Up the rail field. Facilement, toujours sous la menace néanmoins de Mosaïque Fest qui est courageux avec le numéro 1 Oasis Vite qui attend le numéro explosif de vie, explosif de vie. And Flanagan Memories coming on the far outside. JL Tours hanging top. Flanagan Memories getting up on the outside for Sears. It's Flanagan Memory. Crazy Wow and JL Cruz. Flanagan Memory to win. Flanagan Memory to win. Qui se bat pour les places, Antrax Piraton sans problème, qui survole le prix du Luxembourg. Antrax Piraton, le numéro 6, s'impose une fille d'amour. Antrax Piraton, Piraton. Angling from the pylons for McDonald. Obregato looks to rally. He'll be three wide into the stretch. Shake it, carry a ground saving journey for David Miller. They're off to turn it on their way home. Outside, Hunter on the inside. Outside, went to the north, center of the track. Obregato brushes by and opens up. It's Obregato up to win the Dayton Trotting Derby. Obregato, Obregato. Turn this one into a one-mare affair. It's all Hanover, Hanover. She won by length. Hanover, Hanover in 151. A state record. She set a track and Canadian record. And she's broke the world record. record. Back on post time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Bozich, Mike Carter is in the grandstand. I am at the broadcast location, uh, and I'll tell you what, it's just a beautiful day here, Yonkers Raceway, as we're getting ready for the $1 million international trot right now. We're 12 minutes away from a start, a full field of 10. There are no changes. And by the way, for uh, those of you that are trying to get in on this pick five, it's a 50 cent wager. It's a composite races uh, six through 10. And on our website at post time with Mike and Mike.com, we have uh, a lot of our uh, pick five plays. So if you're looking to uh, make a little bit of a buck or whatever, uh, then uh, you can uh, go ahead and uh, try our pick five. And uh, right now, let's bring Mike Carter in. He's over there at that crowded Grandstand of Yonkers with such a big crowd. Mike, take it away, buddy. I think you have something for us. Yeah, we've got a, t- a ton of people over here, Mike. They're actually going to keep coming onto the racetrack in about four minutes. I wanted to try to go ahead and talk about uh, talk about the race just a little bit before they come onto the racetrack. We're 11 minutes away. My $23,000 in the win pool. 3-1 to one currently on the one hand or hit over 2-1 to one on the two resolve. 7-2 on the five. Oasis B, Mike. Oasis B is taking some money here. 7-2. Yeah, certainly is, Mike. And, uh, yep, I'm here. It certainly is. And uh, what about uh, the race call in that open, by the way, Mike? What, what did you think of that race call at the open? I thought that might be a, a candidate for race call of the year. I mean, uh, you know, as English-speaking uh, speaking folk don't have any idea what he's talking about. But I'll tell you what, it certainly sounded exciting. Yeah, it definitely did sound exciting. Well, as the horses come out of the racetrack, I know that everybody has seen uh, the NBC-type broadcast at Kentucky Derby, Freakness, Belmont, things like that. We're going to attempt to talk about each horse very quickly as they're on camera 
via the Yonkers feed. Again, the All-Star Buglers will be setting up here in front of us here in just a moment. But, Mike, uh, where did you say they could find those pick five tickets at? Once again, you can find those pick fives uh, on the Internet at our website, www.posttimewithmikeandmike.com. You still have about 10 minutes if you want to get uh, a couple of those uh, wagers in. Uh, we have, uh, I'll tell you what, all the experts, a lot of the expeditions, they all the experts, but a lot of the experts uh, weighed in and were able to uh, give us uh, their high five picks. I know uh, Darren Zocali did, Garnet Barnsdale, along with some others. So uh, listen, uh, go fishing, and uh, maybe you can come up and uh, make this a profitable day for you. Mike Carter, real quick before we get to the post parade we did have a couple of more interviews to get to a couple of uh paddock thoughts uh trainer uh, driver to tuomas corvinoa had a chance to join us and he is the trainer driver of finland's very own three jonesy of course finland looking for their very first win in this event we had a chance to talk to tomas and uh, here's what he had to say back in the yonkers paddock prior to the yonkers international trot visiting with thomas corvinoa the driver trainer of jonesy uh, Thomas, tell us about how this horse is coming into the race and what it would mean to you to be the first Finland horse to win this race. Well, it's a fantastic big, uh, we might have been big, big history of the race, so I'm really happy just for that. And, uh, of course, as we've told some of these things are better and earlier to, to and compete uh, with these horses. So, but as I told earlier, we've got nothing to lose just to win. We're going to be, go out and have fun, and uh, it's going well, so I'm happy that we've done here. So, how did you warm up after? I just want once and now after that race they can follow up. Thomas, good luck. Thank you, Benita. Okay, that was uh, Tomas uh, Corbinoa, the driver trainer of number three, Jonesy. And uh, I'll tell you what, it looks like they're getting ready to post parade here for the 2016 Yonkers International Trot. Uh, Mike, are you with me? Yeah, I yeah, am. We're going to get the All-Star Buglers as they perform uh, their rendition of the uh, Bugle here in just a moment. Of course, it's stepping onto the racetrack for the 2016 $1 million Yonkers International Trot. Mike, still a wide-open board and still some time to play. We've got eight minutes. They are going to go off on time here, eight minutes away. But post time is going to be 3.20, so make sure you get your wagers in via betamerica.com. Yeah, certainly. And uh, right now, from our broadcast location, they are coming out onto the racetrack for the 2016 $1 million Yonkers International Trot. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you what, uh, all these horses, uh, all these equine athletes just look like in, uh, they're in fantastic shape. This is going to be quite an event, Mike Carter, a field of 10. And we've got a bird's eye view. For it. Like I say, from our broadcast location, we couldn't have a better, better view of the action. Yeah, definitely. You know, you're going to have a uh, great view of the start, and I'm going to have a great view of the finish. It's going to be a lot of fun to uh, to watch that. And as the uh, the buglers come into position, let's uh, let's send it to the All Star buglers as they call the horses to the post. The one million dollar international trot live from Yonkers Raceway here in New York. Stepping onto the racetrack, Mike Bozich for the $1 million Yonkers International Trot. And the first horse out is Hannah Hanover. Hannah Hanover coming out as a victory in the Centaur 
and Hoosier Park was second to resolve in the Maple Leaf drive. And there is results starting from post position number two, Mike, owned by Hans Sangren. Oka Swanstad, the trainer driver, had a chance to talk with Oka. Uh, very happy with the uh, warm-up by Resolve. He's won two straight, three of his last four, four of his last six. It's his 50th career start today. He's got a mark of 150 and two. And Mike, he's looking to add to that $1.6 million bankroll here today. Current favorite. Next up is the three, Jones, who is currently eight for 16 in 2016. His last victory came in Finland on September the 3rd. Trainer, driver, owner, Tomas Pervona with the drive. Number four, Flanagan Memory, 18 of 65. We talked to trainer Renee Dion, and Mike, first time Lasix was the big thing for Flanagan Memory last time, closing sub-27 in that 51-2 and two win at Lexington at the Red Mile. 18 of 65 of the win column, 5 of 12 this year for Flanagan Memory right now, 13 to 1 on the board. Five Oasis B, driven by Eric Edwilson, was second to Nuncio uh, back on September the 18th in the UET Masters Finals. with a very good draw here from post five. Number six in the field, Mike, is Abregado. And this horse, uh, maybe with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, was not originally invited to the uh, Yonkers International Trot, was able to uh, get here uh, after uh, another horse, a European horse, pulled off representing the USA. Sixth place finish in the Alarage, but a great effort in the Dayton Derby. Two starts back in 53 and 2. 40 of 77 in the win column, $1.3 million. Six, Mike Albergado. Seven BBS Sugar Light, Vidara Holt, is the driver coming out of a disappointing eighth place effort after he parked out in the UAT Masters final. Is a winner of 11 races this year. 16 starts currently 9 to 1 on the board. Number eight, Mike, is on track. Piantin uh, starting from post position number eight with two trailers. Certainly going to be a tough spot for him. But look at the the uh, price uh, getting right now, seven to one. So there's certainly some money on on track. Piantin obviously leads the uh, field in starts. This is his 95th start today. He's 27 of 94 in his career, 1.6 million. Six of 17 coming off a little bit of a disappointing effort overseas. A finish to the world-class trotter Nuncio. Two starts back. He's seven to one currently on the board. We talked to John Campbell earlier today. He drives the 9, Tano Bork, and he said for $1 million, he'll show up anywhere. Tano Bork draws post number 9. He's expected to follow him or hit over. And Mike, the 10 horse now being shown on the uh, television is explosive to be. Kevin Oscarson does the driving with fifth in the UET Masters uh, final. It's a group one event. Went 154 and one, of course, Nuncio Oasis being the safe face there. BBS Sugar Light beat this horse in Sweden back on September 10th. That's the field for the 2016 $1 million Yonkers International Trot. Mike, they all look sharp. The crowd gathering along the fence here, and the, uh, the flags are starting to come out. Yeah, certainly that's one of the great things about this international trot as the horses make its way around this mile and a quarter distance. You'll see the fans with the uh, all the uh, flags waving from all the different countries, a lot of different countries represented. Uh, so it's going to certainly be interesting right now. Nine to five on the board, remaining the favorite to resolve. Right now, just went to three to two. Hanalor Hanover, uh, the mayor, is the second favorite right now. It's seven to two. You have Oasis B at four to one. And on track, Fiatin is seven to one from post position number eight. Mike, before we get into our final analysis and final selections, with speaking of number seven, BBS Sugarlight, we did have a chance to uh, speak with driver uh, Vidar Hope in the, in the uh, paddock before the race. And uh, here was his thoughts on the BBS Sugarlight's chance in the big one. 
International trot with uh, driver Vidar Hope of number seven, BBS Sugarlight. And uh, Vidar, tell us a little bit about this horse and uh, how he's coming into the International trot. Well, um, it's uh, having a good time here, and uh, we uh, look forward to uh, the competition. What do you think the key to victory is today? Uh, the seven uh, is uh, a little far outside, so but we. It's uh, very quick from the start, so we'll go to uh, see what happens. Vidar, we certainly appreciate you joining us. Thank you very much. All right, that was Vidar Hope, the uh, trainer of, or excuse me, the driver of number seven, VBS Sugarlight, right now nine to one on the board. And uh, Mike, I'm going to ask you. I think the biggest surprise for me is uh, on the odds board, anyways, the fact that uh, on track the odds right now is seven to one from post eight with two trailers. Right, seven to one on odds track Puritan. It's a little bit, a uh, little bit of a surprise to me to the outside uh, post nine to two though. You're getting on currently on Oasis B who drew post number five. We've got just two minutes to post here, Mike. The question is, who is going to leave? Handelor Hanover obviously has the speed. The question is, what is Yannick Jingra going to do uh, with this mare? She's taking on the boys. Resolve has two straight victories, one of them coming from off the pace and one of them being on the lead. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Jonesy is another question mark horse, and he seems like a little bit of a tripped out horse. That's who I'm going to pick here. I think Jonesy's got a shot at 36-1. And, of course, you have Obregato, who... Uh, you know, like you said before, he wasn't invited. Now he is, and you know it would be fantastic to turn Paul Kelly and Mark McDonald to uh, win this race. You know, if you're basically looking at trying to take a wagering strategy, looking at horses that have beaten Resolve, uh, and who has beaten Resolve in one of the last four starts, only one horse that has done it in one of the last four starts, and that is Abrogado, starting from post six. We had trainer Paul Kelly on this program a week ago, and he is not afraid to race Abrogado wide the entire mile. And a lot of these horses, Mike, and a lot of these guys, I think, starting from the outside, aren't really going to have too much of a choice. This is not a race that you uh, want to get shuffled in and uh, be at a lack for room come late. Yeah, you're 100% correct. The clock just ticked down to zero. The starters just let them know they've got about 20 or so seconds. The flags are coming up from the fans here at Yonkers Raceway. An absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous afternoon for the $1 million international trot. Mike, real quick, as the starter gets to move into position, uh, we are presented commercial-free our last commercial from the Centerbred owners of New York. We're thankful to have them on as a sponsor for this uh, wonderful race. Mike, the starter calls him in for the $1 million Yonkers International Trot. Let's send it to John Hernan with the live call of race six from Yonkers. And a full field of 10. Bill is in the hands of the starter. This field is on gate. They're off in the $1 million Yonkers International Trot and from Italy, Oasis B, punching right out from the center of the track toward the inside. Hanalore Hanover Resolve. Obrigados between horses, four wide on the outside is BBS Sugarlight and caught between horses there. As they move around the turn, that was explosive to the off stride was Hanalor Hanover, who quickly gets back on stride. They reach the top of the stretch the first time and off stride at the back is Tano Bork. 
Channel Bork is the trailer as they pass by us and head to the opening quarter mile. On the outside, it's Resolve, who's taken the lead from Oasis B. It's a length and a half back third and close attendance is explosive to be. Then a break of three to Obrigado. They went the opening quarter mile in 28 and 1. And up on the front end from the United States, Resolve, Resolve, and Oki Svenstad lead it by a length and a half. Not far away, Oasis B representing Italy, and a close third, explosive to be from Sweden, then a gap of two to Obrigado from the USA, back trotting toward the inside is Hanalore Hanover. Parked on the outside is BBS Sugarlight from Norway. Down to the inside is Finland's Jonesy, then Canada's Flanagan Memory, and down toward the inside, a tough spot for Sweden's on-track Karatsen. They went that half mile in 57-1. and one. It's a long way back to Tano Bork as they reach the top of the stretch and head towards that three-quarter mark. And out on the lead from the USA is Resolve. Resolve tracked intently by Italy Oasis B. A gap of two. Explosive to B has been surveying it from third. Oh, Brigado is not far behind in fourth. Dip toward the inside. Hanalore Hanover sweeping up three wide. Just coming to the three quarters was Flanagan Memory. Three quarters and 126. And now they approach the back stretch. Final time in the $1 million Yonkers International Trot. And trying to see this through is Resolve. Oasis B is right there, shadowing on the outside. Obrigado needs to do more. Down toward the inside. Explosive B. Nowhere to go. Sears working on Canada's planning and memory. Still five lengths adrift. Hanalore Hanover's in behind a crowd. Down toward the inside on track for Rotten. And Jonesy is seven lengths from the lead. They checked in at the mile in 154 and 4. On the final turn, and they're coming to the top of the stretch. It's resolved. A sweeping move from the back of the pack by Canada's planning and memory. And now they're into the stretch. It is resolved. Under the whip, shaking loose is Italy's Oasis B. And from between horses, Obrigado, far outside. Flanagan memory has come down to resolve. And Oasis B in the deep stretch. USA has won it with resolve. And the Yorkers international trot. Oasis B second. It's close for third in 223 and four. There you see it, the mile and a quarter, 223 and four. Resolve pretty much took them all the way. The winner of the $1 million Yonkers International Trot. Uh, a clear second for Oasis B, who pretty much had every opportunity in the stretch. And uh, Mike Carter, I'm going to bring in. I don't even know if you're with me, but uh, unbelievable effort by Resolve took them every step of the way. Yeah, definitely. Resolve led the entire mile and just perfectly rated trip by uh, Trader Driver Okus Fonson. We're gonna have to, we talked with him before the race. He said, you know, Resolve looked good on the track. And uh, I'll tell you what, Oasis B has put in a big, big effort, but Resolve, uh, there is an inquiry, though, uh, Mike Bozich. I'm not exactly sure who it is, but there is an inquiry. We'll get that from John Hernan here in just a moment. Yeah, certainly. I think Hanalore Hanover, uh, well, that was a couple of different breaks. Tano Bork broke uh, from the second tier, and uh, Hanalore Hanover broke here right in the first turn uh, in heavy traffic there from the pylon. She was able to get her bearings back, but it certainly did cost her about uh, four or five lengths. So Aces B, we knew this horse was going to be tough, was able to sit that pocket spot. Abrogado made a pretty spirited first over attempt, Mike, after getting a pretty good tuck fourth. And uh, I'll tell you, when Abrogado made his move, Mike, I thought maybe that uh, he was going going to be the one, but uh, Resolve had plenty of left in the tank here today. Yeah, Mike, I, sorry, I missed the last part of what you said, but, uh, you, know, it, it, this, you know, John Campbell's got to be a little bit disappointed. Uh, you know, he broke with Tano Bork. I was, I was a little bit disappointed, Mike, with uh, Hanover Hanover. Didn't get the best of beginnings, then made a break, and then uh, just, you know, never really recovered, uh, recovered from that. 
Absolutely not. Mike, I have to tell you, uh, a very you talk about a race uh, like this and all the interest that it brings as resolved right now is in front of you guys in front of the winner's circle we're going to have winner's circle reaction coming up in a moment uh, but uh, you should have seen this you should have saw the scene here because uh, obviously a lot of the horsemen out here where we're positioned uh, were uh, out there and uh, they were actually over the rail where their legs were actually touching uh, the racetrack and uh, state police officers to actually come and chase everybody back but Jordan Stratton, Corey Callahan, all the guys uh, back here watching the big race uh, but Resolve right now is getting the blanket presentation. Uh, Mike, I know you're going to have Winner's Circle reaction, so uh, how about we get to a timeout real quick and uh, and then we'll bring it back to you with Winner's Circle reaction. Sound good? Yeah, sounds good to me. Uh, again, there's still an inquiry. Uh, we're waiting on the results of that inquiry. Still unofficial, but Resolve is in the Winner's Circle with the blanket from when we assume it doesn't affect them. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll have more from Post Time with Mike and Mike. Hey, I'm Chantel Sutherland-Cruz and want to tell you all about BetAmerica.com. It's the coolest place to bet on horse racing on over 200 racetracks from America and around the world. New players receive a 100% bonus on your first deposit, up to $300. That's the best sign-up bonus available today. It's time to play the Bet America way. Join us for Maryland Horse Council's Evening at the Races at Rosecroft Raceway on Thursday, October 20th at 6 p.m. Guest speakers include Ted Black, racing analyst and sports writer, who has covered harness racing in the Mid-Atlantic region for nearly 30 years. Corey Callahan, Maryland native and leading harness racing driver in North America. Sal Sinatra, president and general manager of the Maryland Jockey Club and the new owner of Rosecroft Raceway. Anthony McDonald, creator of the Stable.ca, is an affordable way to boost harness horse ownership among both first-time and long-time owners. Also, paddock tours are available and the opportunities for exciting rides to the starting car, an experience not to be missed. To purchase your tickets, visit mdhorsecouncil.org or buy your tickets at the door. It's the Maryland Horse Council's Evening at the Races at Rosecroft Raceway, Thursday, October 20th. Friends of Maryland Standard Breads is an industry support group focused on promoting harness racing in Maryland. Friends of Maryland Standard Breads works hand-in-hand with charities involving children and horses, such as the Harness Horse Youth Foundation. Friends of Maryland Standard Breads is actively involved with organizations such as the Maryland Horse Council and the Maryland Horse Industry Board, working together to promote the horse industry in Maryland. Follow Friends of Maryland Standard Breads on Twitter and like them on Facebook. Back on post time with Mike and Mike. Mike Bozich along with Mike Carter. Mike Bozich at the broadcast location at the uh, top of the far turn here at Yonkers Raceway. Mike Carter's in the sea of humanity, uh, ready to get some winner's circle reaction from uh, driver, trainer, Roka Swanstead, amongst others. But, uh, Mike, you've got some digits for us. Yeah, the race number six is official. Resolve pace 420, 330 at 220. The final ACC, 390, 280 in the four. Flanagan memory comes back $4.00. And the 30 cents. Mike, $81,000 bet into the win for exactly two five thirty dollars even a trifecta, $158.50. For those of you who played the pick for a healthy $356.50. Again, a very healthy win pool, Mike. There was over $81,000 in the win pool, 
over 30,000 in the show pool. A fantastic, fantastic betting rate uh, right there in the Yonkers International Trust. Yeah, certainly. And uh, don't go anywhere, by the way, because we actually we just had the International Trot get underway, but we are just getting started. We have got some tremendous races coming up. Be a Magician will be in action in the seventh race, so we had a chance to catch up with Nifty Norman. We're going to hear that interview in just a moment about Be a Magician. That's in race seven. Uh, and, of course, we've got the Wiggle It, Jiggle It a little bit later on uh, coming up in uh, race number 10, as it will be the Yonkers Invitational Pace for about $250,000. Mike, how was the crowd reaction over there? It was fantastic. The crowd uh, absolutely cheering like crazy when they turned for home, and uh, you know it was just, it was a lot of fun to uh, to be able to just sit back and just watch the crowd just enjoy the uh, the great racing um, that was uh, that w- that they uh, got to witness here. It looks like Resolve is actually going to head back to the paddock. Uh, trader driver Oka Sponsted. Uh, is headed back with Resolve. I'm not sure that we're going to be able to get Winter Circle reaction from them uh, as they are on their way back to you, uh, Mike Bozich, unless you can. Uh, they might come. Actually, I think they're going to come back. <laughs> Frank Drucker is waving them back. So I think Resolve is going to come back in front of the stands and uh, do a quick interview. Well, you know, we had, we did have a chance to uh, speak to uh, Aki Swanstead a little bit earlier on, and of course, uh, Aki's uh, not the greatest uh, with English, but I'll tell you what, Resolve brought it today. I mean, you know, and once again, Mike, you, you know, from a handicapping point of view, you get to a point to where you look at this race, and a lot of times you just simply outthink yourself because you think, well, how's the trip going to work out? And, uh, you know, you've got the two trailers, and you've got, you know, the horses on the outside, and you've got the mingling of the, of the, uh, the European drivers with the uh, drivers from America. So a lot of times you don't really know how the trip's going to work out, but I think in a lot of situations, you know, when you're handicapping, you tend to outthink yourself. Resolve obviously was the man coming in here, uh, you know, just off those last uh, two races. Winter four of his last six was just outstanding, especially in the in the Maple Leaf at 151 and four, and uh, you know, got the good draw here post two. And and I'll tell you what, Aki didn't wait. I mean, he went right to the top, and he was able to uh, get the job done. Yeah, he did. He was able to ration out the speed on the front end. A quick 28 and one quarter for this race. 154 and four was the mile time. That's a big mile considering they had to go one and a quarter miles. And uh, again, we're going to get winter circle reaction here in just a moment from trainer driver Okus Fonset. Michael, take a quick time out. Let's pay a couple of bills. But when we come back, we're going to have Okus Fonset on post time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America. The New Vocations Racehorse Adoption Program places retired racehorses into approved monitored homes and transitions them into second careers. New Vocations has placed over 350 retired standard breads the past three years. They are now accepting horses from all racetracks in the United States. New Vocations has facilities in Ohio, Kentucky, and Pennsylvania and is expanding to New York. To learn more, visit newvocations.org and on Facebook at New Vocations racehorse adoption program here at the stable our mission is to provide fair market for owners of yearlings while giving investors the most informative way to purchase all of or part of a horse the stable will cater to all budgets by having an open fractional buying market and a flat rate billing system at the stable, we aim to minimize the risk in buying and maximize the benefit of selling. Visit thestable.ca or give Anthony McDonald a call at 
519-400-4263. That's 519-400-4263. It's the stable.ca. Join us for Maryland Horse Council's Evening at the Races at Rosecroft Raceway on Thursday, October 20th at 6 p.m. Guest speakers include Ted Black, racing analyst and sports writer, who has covered harness racing in the Mid-Atlantic region for nearly 30 years. Corey Callahan, Maryland native and leading harness racing driver in North America. Sal Sinatra, president and general manager of the Maryland Jockey Club and the new owner of Rosecroft Raceway. Anthony McDonald, creator of the Stable.ca, is an affordable way to boost harness horse ownership among both first-time and long-time owners. Also, paddock tours are available and the opportunities for exciting ride to the starting car, an experience not to be missed. To purchase your tickets, visit mdhorsecouncil.org or buy your tickets at the door. It's the Maryland Horse Council's Evening at the Races at Rosecroft Raceway, Thursday, October 20th. Now back on post time with Mike and Mike. Mike Bozich along with Mike Carter. Mike Carter standing by. We're going to have a uh, winner's circle reaction with driver trainer Roka Swanstead of Resolve, the winner of the $1 million international trot here at the Yonkers Raceway in just a moment. Uh, plus, we've got plenty left, as we say. The great Bia Magician is going to be in action here in uh, just a couple of minutes, as well as Wiggle and Jiggle coming up in race uh, number 10 on this uh, big, big program at Yonkers Raceway. But Resolve was able to get the job done. Uh, one of three uh, combatants representing the United States of America. And uh, hats off to Oka Swanstead. Hats off to the connections of Resolve. Right now we're going to send it to Mike Carter. He's got Oka Swanstead. Mike, take it away. We're here in the winter circle at Yonkers Raceway with trainer driver Oka Swanstead. Uh, talk to us a little bit about the mile. He looked very content on the front end. You were able to ration out the speed, but 54-4 and four for the mile time, a big, big mile. Yeah, it's a strong horse, and uh, I think if I drive faster in the middle, he can go in even faster. Now, were you worried about Oasis B at all coming down the lane? Oasis B pretty much hung on your helmet most of the mile, and uh, really raced well, too, but Resolve seemed to just stride away. Yeah, Oasis B is very fast, and uh, when he comes in the end, and he can look in the back until the stretch, so, but uh, Resolve have a lot of power, so it was no danger. Thanks very much for your time. Thank you. That was trainer driver Okus Fonstead with the uh, trainer driver of Resolve, Mike Bozich. And, you know, you can just see the amount of just the smile on his face, the amount of excitement that he has to have won this race. Oh, absolutely. Certainly a big win. And uh, I'll tell you what, Resolve is certainly turning into one of the great trotters of our time. It was his 15th career win and uh, adding 500 more thousand dollars to his bankroll. Mike, that puts him over the $2 million mark in career earnings. Resolve, the winner of the 2016 International Trot from Yonkers. Well, Mike, I think you're going to catch the shuttle back over here and we'll get this uh, ball rolling. We're 14 minutes away right now from race seven. The great being magician. Mike, you coming over here or are you staying over there? Oh, yeah, I'm on my way back. All right, so uh, we'll have Mike Carter back live from the broadcast location in just a moment. We do have a giveaway, racing fans. That's right, courtesy of our good friends at the Friends of Maryland Standard Breads and Clarissa Coughlin. The first one to email Mike at posttime with Mike and Mike.com. Once again, it's Mike at posttime with uh, Mike and Mike.com. Two tickets to an evening after races. That's the Maryland Horse Council evening at the races at Rosecroft Raceway coming up on Thursday. 
October uh, 20th, an evening at the races, which will include uh, two tickets, so admission-free, paddock tours, a starting car ride, and dinner for two. So an outstanding package. Uh, be the first to email us. Uh, obviously, give us your contact information so we can have uh, Clarissa get a hold of you. Email us at mikes at Post time with Mike at Mike.com or send us a, a Twitter message. Whatever we get first, uh, you're going uh, to the MHC night at the races. Once again, two tickets, uh, which will obviously cover uh, your admission cost. An evening at the races, paddock tours, starting car ride, and dinner for two at the brand new uh, uh, Royalscroft Raceway. And uh, there'll be a lot of good speakers there, as you've been hearing with our commercials. Uh, Ted Black, uh, one of the great riders in the Mid-Atlantic region for uh, harness racing. Uh, he'll be speaking, of course, Sal Sinatra uh, from the Maryland Jockey Club, the new owners of Rosecroft Raceway. Sal will be speaking. The captain, Corey Callan. As a matter of fact, Corey was standing right behind me a few minutes ago. I should have got him and, and asked him. And holy moly, Mike Carter's walking back in already. Uh, so uh, obviously it's a big night. Once again, the first email us at Mike at post time with Mike at Mike.com. Uh, we'll uh, get it. Once again, it's uh, the Maryland Horse Council night at the races coming up on Thursday, October 20th. Two tickets to an evening at the races, paddock tours, starting car ride, and dinner for two. Uh, certainly an outstanding, outstanding event. Well, we're going to let Mike get uh, let Mike Carter get settled in. Be a Magician is up next. Race 11, uh, race number 7, rather, on the program. We're 11 minutes away from a start. And once again, you've got a big full field of 10. It's the Yonkers Invitational Trot going for a purse of $250,000. We're going to hear from Nifty Norman. Plus, we're going to break down this race. When we come back, uh, I'll tell you, the International Trot is just happened, but we still have a lot to come on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Hello, this is Kayla Stra, and I'm here to tell you all about BetAmerica.com. It is the fastest-growing legal, safe, and secure website to place all your bets on horse racing. Bet America covers over 200 racetracks from North America, the UK, and my home country, Australia. New players to Bet America receive a 100% bonus on your first deposit up to $300. That's the best sign-up bonus available today. It's time to play the Bet America way. Every dream has a start. And this one is ours. To trot and pace fast. Faster than all the others. And maybe faster than any horse ever has. With every stride, 1,200 pounds of pure equine determination. In every turn, there's a tale. Every bet is a hope. No five-year returns, no annuities, 401ks. Return on investment comes in seconds. Maybe they say that the odds are against you. But you know nothing great comes easy. Winners don't second guess. They sprint through openings and dig in deeper when the going's tough. No horse ever rides alone. The owners, the driver, the groom, and you. There are no sidelines here. The world is often full of many compromises, but not here. Not on this day. Not in this race. Not with this horse. Not in this sport. Once you feel it, it becomes you. Once you become it, your dream becomes ours. This is Harness Racing. We welcome you to the Harness Racing Fan Zone. See it all for yourself. Feel it in all the passion, 
Share that experience with others and be a part of it all. The Harness Racing Fan Zone puts you in the driver's seat. Back on post time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Bozich along with Mike Carter. And they're right now, we're eight minutes away from the seventh, a field of ten. And obviously, the heavy, heavy favorite is uh, the magician. We had a chance to catch up with Nifty Norman back in the paddock area. And uh, here's what his thoughts were on Be a Magician's uh, race after uh, quite a lengthy layoff. Let's listen. We're here in the Yonkers paddock with Nifty Norman, trainer of the Magician. Uh, Nifty, tell us about how you come into the race and uh, where you thoughts on a couple of qualifiers. Well, both qualifiers are very good. Uh, you know, I've been pleased with her. Obviously, she must be not five months, so you couldn't really expect her to be at uh, the top for a game. But uh, she's close. I, I think she'll go a good race. Um, but it, it's basically a, a progression towards next week and the week after. So uh, we're just hoping for a good trip and a uh, good run. That's what I was going to ask you. What are the plans down the road if we see a good race here today? Yeah, well, we've got the Breeders' Crown and the, and the TBG, and that's, that's the two races we're, we're aiming at. And um, this has worked out good. This race, is, the timing's worked out good for us, so hopefully we can have a little luck. Nifty, we appreciate you joining us. No problem. Thanks. All right, you heard that, Mike. Uh, Nifty Norman aiming at being a magician uh, to the Breeders' Crown, which we will be at, by the way, uh, broadcasting live from the Meadowlands as well as uh, the TBG coming up a little bit later on uh, in the year at the Meadowlands as well. Right now, four to five on the board, Mike. Obviously, a lot of support uh, for the great being a magician here in this one. You Apparently, are, I was still, yeah, I still don't know how to use the mute button. we got to figure this thing out. Listen, Be a Magician uh, has not raced uh, since back on May the 21st. It happened right here at Yards Raceway in an open handicap. And, Mike, she won by a length and a half, coming home in 27-2, and two, 154 and 154-1 was the mile and i gotta tell you like that that mile is not uh unheard of in today i mean you just saw okus fonstead go 54 and 4 with resolve in a mile and a quarter race so it could be interesting to see uh what happens with be a magician the other horse in here that's taking some money and a kind of a surprise is looks like chippendale looks like a chippendale is coming out of mohawk hasn't had a victory since the earl row at georgian downs back on october the 27th so uh a little bit of Interesting money uh, being bet here uh, here at Yonkers. Now, mind you, these races are also commingled. Yeah, certainly, and that uh, is good for the pools and uh, good news for the uh, the gamblers. But they're coming out onto the track for the post parade, and uh, well, we see why Ocus wants that had to get back, Mike, because he's driving for Centurion Eight AM here. No rest, boys. Certainly don't get a chance to celebrate. You just win the Yonkers uh, International Trot, and now you're back with the in the Yonkers Invitational Trot. You're going for a purse of two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So it certainly could be a big day for Ocus wants that. Well, Mike, let's take a look at the field, starting with uh, number one, Barndal, the four-year-old mare. Uh, Conway Hall is looking for her second straight win. She's a high percentage winner, 18 of 35. Uh, she's got only one win in 13 starts, though. It was a big, big effort uh, last year in 2015, making the most of her limited opportunities as a three-year-old. She's made three-quarters of a million dollars. She's handled by her trainer, Jeff Gregory, as she is each and every week. Right now, a long shot, 12 to 1, but she does get the benefit of the draw here, Mike. 
Yeah, definitely. Be a Magician is the two coming off two very strong qualifiers, one of them being at the Meadowlands, one of them being at your hometown of Harris, Philadelphia. In 53-3 and in her last start, trainer Nifty Norman says she is ready to go. Mike, the three is Alaraj Star, and this four-year-old mare by Angus Hall is coming in off a fifth-place finish right here at Yonkers Raceway, Mike. This horse has been racing at Yonkers, kind of a hometown uh, hometown favorite, so to speak. And 156 miles, a little bit of a concern. I think 156 is going to be uh, a little bit too slow to beat these. We talked about Oka Swanstead winning the uh, international trot. Here he is with four Centurion ATM. Bit of a disappointing effort last time, starting from post position uh, number two for his seventh uh, in the Alarage against the likes of Flanagan Memory and the uh, Crazy Wild Flanagan Memory. Uh, looked like, uh, I'll tell you what, going back to that international trot, Flanagan Memory had a lot of horse left. It looked like swinging out of that turn, but resolved certainly had too much, and Oasis B had the trip. But Centurion ATM is one over $580,000. is six of 30 in his career, and he starts from post position number four. Mike, a horse I like a lot, and I'm going to go right along. Homicide Hunter. This is a horse I used in the pick five. 23 of 48 of 43. High percentage winner. Uh, has a lot of talent. Doesn't necessarily bring it each and every week, it seems. Uh, was the trot setter last time and uh, simply uh, wilted as Abregato was able to get the job done. But five Homicide Hunter, very established. Right now, a good 13 to 1 on the board for driver Eric Adele. Looks like a Chippendale is the sixth, Mike Bozich, and looks like a Chippendale is coming off a fourth-place effort at Mohawk. Again, we talked a little bit about this horse before. SNK played the new daily double. The 2-2 double pays $7.40. Now, looks like a Chippendale picks up the driving services of Daniel Dubay for trainer Luke Fly. Not expecting a big uh, big trip here, Mike, from the six. Looks like a Chippendale taking a lot of money. Uh, well, I say a lot of money, but eight to one seems like a uh, strong price on a horse uh, when you're facing the magician who's currently at four to five. The seven, Luminosity Mike, six-year-old gelding by Cash Hall. One by ahead against Open Handicap Company last week from post eight, two starts back. Look at the closing kick of this horse. This horse was 10 lengths off the lead and just missed by two and a half. Jimmy Tact is uh, champion trotter, uh, has the eight hole here. Shake it, carry, going off at 7-1 on the board, uh, 29 of 59, $2.5 million earned as one for 15 so far. She struggled a little bit this year, at least getting in the win column. Still a good, solid uh, mar- uh, earnings uh, uh, record of $274,569, but she has been unable to hit the winner's circle. Uh, a good uh, plenty of seconds to handle or handle, a second and a third to resolve. Uh, but once again, she moves to the outside here. Post-8 certainly is going to be very tough. Once again, a couple of second-tier residers here in the 7th uh, at the Yonkers, the uh, Yonkers Invitational Trump, number 9, Miladies Monet, Jason Bartlett in the bike, 40 career wins of 133 starts. A third-place finish last time in the Open at Yonkers. Gets the second tier, and this horse has been wagered off the board. Has been favored last four starts, winning only one of them. The ladies Monet is always capable, knocking at the door of a million dollars, 966000 And there is 10, Wind of the North, the captain, Corey Callahan, who, by the way, was standing behind me during the international trot was going on. Mike, it was uh, going to get his uh, thoughts and opinions, but he ran away from me, and I don't blame him. But anyway, uh, 23 of 92. I'd run away from you, too, just saying. Yeah, yeah. well, like I said, I don't blame him. But anyway, 5 of 20 this year in the win column, 176,000. He's bankrolled over 640,000. He's making his 93rd career start, coming off a good third-place finish in the Dayton Derby uh, against the Abrogado and Centurion ATM. But, you know, the second tier, Mike, and right now he's 31 to 1 on the board, by the way, but the second tier, 
uh, Mike, in a race like this uh, can be great and it can be not so great. It's it's a very tough post uh, to judge because it all depends on who you're starting behind and, and, you know, how they get going. Yeah, you know, I think Be a Magician's got a very, very good shot in this field. I'm a little bit concerned about Wind of the North from post 10. I don't, I'm not a big fan of the Wind of the North crew. I think this horse can win. Not okay. I say, let me let me rephrase that. It's not that I'm a big fan, not a big fan of their crew, uh, but I haven't been a big fan of him only because he just he hasn't really, you know, he hasn't really performed. Uh, Winning-wise, if you ask me, and uh, he's been facing some big company. He always manages to hit the ticket. Listen, if you're looking for something to hit the ticket, 31 to 1, why not, right? Take a little bit of a shot here uh, with just uh, about maybe 30 seconds or so. It looks like they're going to be going to the gate here momentarily. Milady's Monet, Mike, 8 to 1. I think uh, that's a little bit of an overlay, if you ask me. Yeah, there's some good prices here, I think, in this particular race as they're getting ready to go to the starting gate. But uh, obviously, I think the horse everybody watching is watching, Mike, is Be a Magician. Coming off of the layoff, coming off of the two great qualifiers, she is one-to-one right now on the board. And, Mike, I think without further ado, let's send it to the voice of Yonkers Raceway, John Hernan, with the call of the $250,000 Yonkers Invitational Trot at a mile and a quarter. Full field of 10 trotters set for race seven at a mile and one quarter. The Yonkers Invitational Trot. Here they come. They're off. All off to a good start between horses. Alleridge Star shows speed. With the inside, it's Barndall, Be a Magician, mixing it up four wide. There's Homicide Hunter on the scene. Coming away in fifth with Centurion ATM. Then Milady's Monet. Out from the cones is Wind of the North. It's a length and a half back to... Looks like a Chippendale, then a gap of two to Luminosity, and the trailer is Shake It Carry in test. Trotters head to the half-mile pole, led early on by Barndall. Barndall by two and a half. Andy Miller takes a seat with Oliver Star. It's two lengths back to Be a Magician off the long layoff. Is trotting in third. Length and a half back to Homicide Hunter. The field covered by about a dozen lengths as they go the opening quarter mile in 27 and four with Barndall at the head of affairs. Barndall leads it by a length and a half as they approach the backstretch on Alaric Star. And now Be a Magician giving her cue early on. And here comes Be a Magician on the outside. Coming off the layoff up to take the lead. In fourth is the Homicide Hunter. In fifth is Century and M. ATM six lengths from lead. Then a break of two more to Milady's Monet. Wind of the North is out in the two path. Followed by looks like a Chippendale. Down toward the inside saving ground is Luminosity. Tenth and last is Shake It Carry. Past the half mile in 57 and four. 30 seconds, second quarter. And be a magician trying to win coming off the shelf. Leading it by a length and a half. Barndahl relegated to the pocket. Now back to third is Alaric Star as they trot towards three quarters. Fourth toward the inside. Getting the shuffle was Homicide Hunter. Here comes Milady's Monet and Bartlett being produced first over. And Wind of the North grabs the cover for Corey Callahan. Shuffle back toward the inside. Fourth last is Centurion ATM. Looks like a Chippendale is third over. Next to last is Luminosity. And the trailer fourth up is Shake It Carry. They went the mile in 128 and 2 as they approach the backstretch. So be a magician. Try to see this through. Be a magician, but they're tightening up behind the mare. On the outside is Milady's Monet. Down toward the inside, Barndall and Close pursuit third, and Wind of the North is knocking on the door. Second over fourth, getting some encouragement there by Corey Callahan. Alaric Star is locked in behind Trotter's fifth. Between horses, Homicide Hunter. Three deep, looks like a Chippendale. In behind rivals, Centurion ATM. Three wide, shake it, carry. And back last went Luminosity. They went the mile in 157, and they're coming to the top of the stretch. It's Be a Magician, taken on by Milady's Monet. 
Darn dog towards the inside third, but not doing enough. Out from between horses, wind to the north and to it. Down to the line. It is Be a Magician showing her class on the outside. The ladies will aid for the inside. Barn Doll, she's run. Be a Magician takes the Yonkers Invitational Prize. The ladies will aid. Barn Doll, the way on the scene. Listen. Don't ever say that racing is not a passionate game. Don't ever say racing's not a passionate game, Mike Carter, because I'll tell you what, we just heard some passion as uh, Be a Magician was uh, coming down the lane. Barndow was in with a big shot mid-stretch, and uh, Miladies Monet with a big effort as well, but uh, hats off to uh, Be a Magician. Just very, very good, Mike. Yeah, you know, Be a Magician looked absolutely dominant. She went, uh, you know, she sat pocket for a little bit, then came up, uh, back up against Barn Doll and just looked absolutely dominant on the front end and just took told all the rivals, hey, I've got this today. I'm going to, uh, you know, score the three. And Mike, she just looked absolutely dominant on the front end. I didn't think you were catching her. Absolutely not, and I think the road to the uh, Breeders' Crown is definitely intact with this uh, effort by Be a Magician today, fi- uh, brushing by the quarter, and uh, was just getting stronger as the race uh, got longer. But I'll tell you what, some other good efforts here. Barndow, and uh, listen, I know this horse uh, had, had a real good journey, but I'll tell you what, it looked like, and I don't really know if there is a whole lot of nervous moments uh, if you're Brian Sims in the bike could be a magician, but it looked like there was some nervous seconds with Barndow uh, coming through along the inside, perhaps to spring the upset. But uh, how about the ladies, Monet, Mike? A huge, huge try was first over a long way in that particular race, and it took the fight to be a magician and actually finished quite well. Yeah, definitely. Well, Mike, uh, you know, the one thing uh, the one thing I said before we went to the race was when of the North can get a piece. I think when of the North got up for fourth. So, you know, listen, you got a ton of value behind the Queen, Queen B, three to five, $81,000 bet on the race. Mike, they are betting some phenomenal numbers. Uh, obviously, commingled pools are helping with that. But uh, be a magician. Just look absolutely dominant here in race number seven. Well, Mike, coming up uh, here in just a little bit, we're going to talk with uh, the Teagues a little bit. We're going to talk, you know, talk to them about their chances in the invitational pace, and then, uh, you know, we'll see where we go from there. As a matter of fact, uh, right in front of us, it's uh, Team Teague. Trainer Clyde Francis, Big Mike, the caretaker, Wiggle It, Jiggle It. His uh, Wiggle It, Jiggle It right now is making his way around the racetrack. He's making his way this way, so we'll see if we could uh, see how he's warming up. But, you know, you'll never know with Wiggle It, Jiggle It, Mike, because, uh, I mean, honestly, he and I don't think it's any secret, and I think George will be the first to tell you, he just he doesn't look like the soundest horse out there. No question about it, but uh, I'll tell you what, when it's race time and he gets his game face on, he's something special to watch. But uh, the question is, is can he overcome uh, post position number eight? I think that's the biggest question, Mike. Yeah, I want to talk to Montreal Teague here just a little bit. Uh, that's going to be my question for him is, is post eight going to be an issue? Obviously, you know, he didn't want to draw to the outside. And this is a very, very tough race, if you ask me, Mike. It goes as race number 10. For those of you wondering what we are talking about here, all bets off draws to his inside. And, Mike, I think all bets off is a lot better horse than uh, people give him credit for, uh, especially here at Yonkers. Bit of a legend, Mike, is the horse that you have been touting for a long, long time. And I think uh, bit of a legend might have a shot here as well. Well, if you remember back in the Levy, Mike, that uh, outstanding dead heat 
that dead heat between uh, Bit of a Legend and Wiggle It Jiggle It. They uh, crossed the line together, and uh, it was one of the great, great, great races. Uh, and, uh, well, it looks like we got a special guest coming over here. Why don't you come on over here? It looks like it, looks like it could be Matt Kikaley. <laughs> come on over here, Matt. Not too much. Uh, how you doing, my friend? Uh, first of all, you, you had a chance to watch the uh, international trial. What are your thoughts on that race? Uh, Aki's horse was good. You know, he um, he did what he wanted to do, and he got the job done. He was really good for him today. Now, Matt, let's talk real quick about your chances in the invitational pace. Uh, obviously, you drive all bets off, and I was just talking about bets off. Talking, about, you know, people don't give him a whole lot of credit, and I've seen him race phenomenal all season long. Uh, what do you think of his chances? Uh, obviously, Drew to the outside of Wiggle It Jiggle It, that's going to make you a little bit happy. As, or excuse me, to the inside of Wiggle It Jiggle It, that's going to make you a little bit happier too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, he's a good horse. He's been he's been racing sharp all year. Um, you know, he's you know, it's just like. You know, Wiggle It Jiggle is just a little bit better than him. You know what I mean? But he's been racing good, and, you know, I, I just hope the trip works out for him. He's going to he's gonna show up and give his effort. He just needs things to go his way. Mackie Cayley, driver of Ball Bet Softhead, race 10 in the Arca's Invitational Pace. Look at Matt, we told you we keep it short, and we are going to keep our side of the bargain, my friend. We appreciate you joining us, buddy. Yeah, no problem, man. All right, that was Mackie Cayley. He's driving for All Bet Softhead, race uh, number 10, the Yonkers Invitational Pace at uh, Yonkers Raceway. And uh, once again, congratulations to the connections of uh, Be a Magician, a winner of the Yonkers Invitational Trot. And I have to tell you, Mike, so far on this card, I don't think there have been too many surprises. I mean, you've had, uh, you know, resolve win as the favorite, was the steady favorite throughout. And then you had Be a Magician take care of business here for trainer Nifty Norman. Yeah, definitely, Mike. You know, uh, the one thing, uh, you know, about it, unfortunately, you know, there hasn't been a whole lot of big prices. I was kind of hoping be with uh, spring the upset in the international trot, but you know it, it's going to be interesting to see how the betting board plays out here in race number ten uh, coming up in a couple of races. Of course, you got Mel Mar to the inside, uh, artistic major Mel Murray Beach is a slouch field by any means, but uh, I think Wiggle Jiggle is going to have his uh, work cut out for him. And like I said, we're going to go down into the uh, paddock and talk to Montreal here in just a couple of minutes. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's take a timeout, Mike. When we come back, we're going to have some paddock reactions uh, from some of the upcoming races. Plus, you still have a couple of races uh, in between that. You've got the eighth race, a conditioned uh, Toronto. It's another mile and a quarter fair for 10. We're going to break down that field. It's leg three of the current pick five. And I would think with the favorites winning the first two, I would think everybody would have to be alive uh, in this pick five, certainly. We've got some timeouts to take some bills to pay. But when we come back, we've got more from Yonkers Raceway on this very special edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike. Presented by Bet America. Hey, I'm Chantel Sutherland Cruz and want to tell you all about BetAmerica.com. It's the coolest place to bet on horse racing on over 200 racetracks from America and around the world. New players receive a 100% bonus on your first deposit, up to $300. That's the best sign-up bonus available today. It's time to play the Bet America way. Join us for Maryland Horse Council's Evening at the Races at Rosecroft Raceway on Thursday, October 20th at 6 p.m. As speakers include Ted Black, racing analyst and sports writer, who has covered harness racing in the Mid-Atlantic region for nearly 30 years. Corey Callahan, Maryland native and leading harness racing driver in North America. Sal Sinatra, president and general manager of the Maryland Jockey Club and the new owner of Rosecroft Raceway. Anthony McDonald, creator of the Stable.ca, is an affordable way to boost harness horse ownership 
among both first-time and long-time owners. Also, paddock tours are available and the opportunities for exciting rides to the starting car, an experience not to be missed. To purchase your tickets, visit mdhorsecouncil.org or buy your tickets at the door. It's the Maryland Horse Council's Evening at the Races at Rosecroft Raceway, Thursday, October 20th. That's right, racing fans, and don't forget uh, the first one to email uh, at, uh, Mike at posttime with Mike and Mike.com, and maybe somebody has emailed, haven't had a chance to check it. We've been uh, pretty busy with the broadcast, but uh, anyway, who knows? Just send us an email, Mike at posttime with Mike and Mike.com. You can win two tickets to the Maryland Horse Council night at the races. Some great speakers there. You get uh, obviously two uh, free uh, admissions in, plus, you're going to get a dinner for two paddock tour and a starting car ride so it is really a complete night a tremendous night so make sure you uh email us at mike at post time with mike and mike.com and uh, listen we don't know we haven't had a chance to check the email yet but uh, send us an email and we'll see what we can do to get you those two free tickets to the maryland horse council night at the races coming up on october 20th at rosecroft Embroidery Unlimited is a premier provider of quality embroidery, screen printing, and promotional products. Our commitment to quality and pride in our work is second to none. We focus on quality and customer service. For all of your stable or business needs, Embroidery Unlimited is the number one provider in harness racing. Give Jim Winsky a call at 508-485-5522. That's 508-485-5522. Or visit them on the internet at EmbroideryUNL.com. That's EmbroideryUNL.com. Embroidery Unlimited. Ever dream of owning your own racehorse? How would you like to get in the winner's circle? With the number one harness racing partnership in the U.S., VIP State. There's nothing like the thrill of your horse coming down the stretch. To find out more, call VIP Stable at 877-VIP-WIN-1 or visit us on the web at www.vipstable.com. Turning horse racing fans into racehorse owners. Be a winner. Every dream has a start. And this one is ours. To trot and pace fast. Faster than all the others. And maybe faster than any horse ever has. With every stride, 1,200 pounds of pure equine determination. In every turn, there's a tale. Every bet is a hope. No five-year returns, no annuities, 401ks, return on investment. Maybe they say that the odds are against you. But you know nothing great comes easy. Winners don't second guess. They sprint through openings and dig in deeper when the going's tough. No horse ever rides alone. The owners, the driver, the groom, and you. There are no sidelines here. The world is often full of many compromises, but not here. Not on this day, not in this race, not with this horse, not in this sport. Once you feel it, it becomes you. Once you become it, your dream becomes ours. This is Harness Racing. 
We welcome you to the Harness Racing Fan Zone. See it all for yourself. Feel it in all the passion. Share that experience with others. And be a part of it all. The Harness Racing Fan Zone puts you in the driver's seat. Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Bozich, along with Mike Carter. Mike Carter is going to have a chance to catch up with Montreal Ting. His wiggle and jiggle that is warming up right now. He's uh, headed off to the race tra- uh, headed off the racetrack right now. So uh, Mike Carter is going to get Montreal right off the bike. Wiggle and jiggle it draws post aid for today's tenth race on the Yonkers program. The two hundred fifty thousand dollar Yonkers Invitational Pace, where he'll hook up with the likes of a bit a legend, a horse that. Uh, in one of the most memori- uh, memorable uh, races uh, in, in modern times. He dead-heated with bit of a legend over this very racetrack earlier in the year in one of the uh, Levy eliminations. It was uh, George Morton Levy eliminations. It was just a fantastic event, and they meet again here today. Bit of a legend draws the rail, and Wiggle the Jiggle draws post-state. You have all bets off, and Mel Mara, the three and the four, splitting him along with a red-hot Keystone Velocity, who has won three of his last four. So it's going to be a great race that's coming up in race number 10 on the Yonkers program. For those of you that are just joining us, uh, the international trot for a million dollars went the favor to resolve. He was able to uh, get to the front uh, shortly uh, before, just after the half, short, shortly after the quarter, and was able to stand tall, facing first over pressure from Abrogado in the pocket, sitting Oasis B was the major threat coming into the stretch, but resolve stood his ground, finished with resolve, winning the $1 million uh, the $1 million uh, Yonkers International Trot, and then that was followed up by another great performance of the Yonkers Invitational Trot, going in a mile and a quarter by the returning Be a Magician. For owner uh, Melvin Hartman, Herb Liverman, and Dave McDuffie, Brian Sears driving Be a Magician to victory after about four and a half months on the shelf. Last we saw Be a Magician prior to the two qualifiers, the horse uh, had to scratch injured in the Maxi Lee uh, with a little bit of an injury, but she was able to come back from it, and she looked fantastic in victory. So now we're uh, on leg three of this current pick five, and uh, being the price, the prices, uh, the short prices of the first two winners of this Yonkers pick five, you'd have to imagine that uh, everybody is still alive here uh, in the uh, pick five coming up at race eight. We're still 13 minutes away from a start right now. We're going to bring in Mike Carter. He's in the paddock. Montreal Teague just got off the bike, uh, warming up, wiggle it, jiggle it. Let's send it to Mike Carter. Mike, take it away. We're live in the paddock at Yonkers Raceway with Montreal Teague. Montreal, let's talk a little bit about wiggle it, jiggle it. He seemed like he was warming up pretty well. Uh, how did he come off the track? Very good. Uh, I was very happy with him as always, and uh, he uh, he's always going on half, so I'm pretty excited. Now tonight, or well, tonight. Listen to me. It's the afternoon. Today, you renew your rivalry with Bit of a Legend. You were here on this racetrack in the uh, division of the George Morton Levy back in the early part of the year, where you did heat it with Bit of a Legend. Are you concerned at all with the outside post, and are you looking forward to another matchup? Yeah, it's definitely difficult to have an eight hole at Yonkers compared to any other half mile track because it's just different. You've got to lead right into the ran to the turn so it's definitely a easier way for the horse on the inside so we got a tough, tougher task ahead of us and uh you know i'd rather switch switch spots with a bit of a legend but 
you know, we got to take what we can get. Now, obviously, the outside post is a uh, – it hurts a little bit, but is there any sort of game plan when you get the outside in a race like this? Not really. You just got to look over and see what, who's going to leave out of there, and hopefully they mix it up and I can come off cover or nobody leaves out there, I can do it. All right, Montreal. Good luck to you. Yep, thanks. Mike Bozich has Montreal Teague with Wiggle It, Jiggle It, and, you know, he sounds very confident even leaving from uh, even leaving from post eight. Still sounds very confident. I think Wiggle It, Jiggle It's got the chance to uh, to pull off a uh, – not necessarily an upset. I wouldn't call it an upset, but uh, has a shot to win this race. Well, it certainly does. Uh, starting from post eight is the three to two favorite and certainly deserves to be. But uh, like we say, we do have some horses inside of him that can give him some problems. A uh, bit of a legend starting from post position number one. Uh, him and the Wiggle at Chiglet had quite a rivalry uh, back here in March in the uh, George Morton Levy limbs when uh, it was a tremendous, tremendous stretch drive when they dead heated uh, right at the finish. Uh, and uh, that was one of the memorable races of 2016. But you have Mel Mara, who is always capable. Uh, you have Alt Bensoff, uh, who has been knocking at the door once again. Uh, gets a pretty good post draw here. Post four, we had a chance to talk to Matt Kikaley uh, earlier on, and he's pretty confident. Five Keystone Velocities put together three of four wins. Uh, he is uh, just a couple of dollars short of $500,000. So we'll see what number five Keystone uh, Velocity is going to do as well. That's coming up at race number 10, but right now, we're 10 minutes away from the 8th here at Yonkers, and uh, Mike Carter will be uh, joining us back here at the broadcast location in just a moment. It's a field of 10. They'll be going a mile and a quarter. It's leg three of this uh, current pick five. Now one is about $20,000 in the last five starts. It also starts a pick three uh, exact to try to affect the wagering in here, so they're going to be parading shortly. Right now, the favorite, and this is a wide open wagering board, so if you're going to look for any kind of price play, uh, uh, perhaps to spruce up that pick five that may have been, uh, I don't want to say the price has been ruined, but it certainly has been dampered a little bit with the two favorites winning the first couple. But uh, it is a pick five. There were a lot of horses to choose from, so maybe it didn't hurt you too bad. But uh, right now, seven, dot, 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 dash, triple dot, dash, Mike Carter, is uh, you are back. You know, I know why I've gotten so skinny now running doing these remotes, but uh, – <laughs> And I have the perfect excuse to stare in the broadcast location with my phone. You got, I planned that out, by the way. But uh, yeah, you, I did. Triple dot dash. Mike is three to one uh, on the board. Twenty to one in the morning line. Three to one on the board. I've had a chance to see this horse quite a bit. A very very nice trotter. Uh, last time this horse was at Harris Philadelphia, finished third to another nice horse, Wilberforce and Super Manning, who is in this race. And has a lot of speed from post four. But uh, what do you make of dot dot dash dasher being taken down to three to one from twenty to one? That's a good question. You know, it, it's interesting because um, I hope I was on the right page. Uh, dot 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 dash Mike um, has been racing at Yonkers in Harris Philadelphia. Now you've seen this horse at Harris Philadelphia a couple of races, and you know I'm just not impressed by the lines. It's kind of interesting to see. Uh, you know, some of the French money being bet on this race. Matt Kikaley, of course, picks up the drive for trader. Shea Vandevoort, and who knows, maybe Mike, that might be, you know, you know, a little bit of the French connection. They may be uh, sticking their heads out there and wondering uh, if Dot Dot Dash can pull off the upset. Well, certainly. I mean, we're starting from post seven. I mean, it's still going to be a tough spot for starting from post seven. I really don't, uh, you know, care what the odds are, but the three to one, very, very interesting right now. You know, an interesting horse in this race is a horse that I've been following for a long time, BL Classic, trained by an old Michigan friend of mine, Mike uh, Alan Cisco, making his 209th start. But the all-star buglers are calling him out, so I guess we better do our due diligence and uh, break down the field for the listeners. 
Yeah, race number eight is a field of non-winners of 20,000 last five, going one and one-quarter miles, and let's meet the field. The one cross, getting ready to cross in front of us today will be Yankee Puzzle, driven by George Brennan, broke in, her, broke in her last start, coming up as a victory two starts back here at Yonkers against lower-level condition company. Mike, I think she's got a shot if uh, she can pull off uh, that mile again. Yeah, certainly uh, draws the inside. Uh, big uh, effort. A uh, couple of starts back with that win from post four. Post eight had no chance breaking uh, last time, so we'll see uh, what the rail can do. Two is BO Class Act. Uh, Michigan Connection all the way. Mike Mitchellone, Alan Cisco Trains, uh, Jordan Stratton, maybe the uh, least of the Michigan Connection. But anyway, 29 of 208 coming off a good second place finish last time. Certainly a main threat here at 8 to 1. The three is Bingo Queen. Crossing in front of us now looks very strong on the racetrack. Brent Holland picks up the drive. Closed very sharply last week. And, Mike, I did not use this horse in my pick five ticket. I'm kicking myself right now. I think Bingo Queen's got a heck of a shot in this field. Maybe that's what we should do after this race is we should see what the pick five stand with our expert handicap is on our website. For Super Manning, a lot of speed here. 20 to 1 morning line. Another horse that is getting hit hard. 3 to 1 for a driver, Mike, uh, McDon- or Mark McDonald. 25 to 126 in the win column. 4 of 18 this year. Off that seventh place finish last time after getting roughed up early. Six is Summer's Wind Song with Spear Old Mayor by R.C. Roy out of the Windsong's Legacy Mayor, Odana O. So we're coming out of some tough trips at Pocono Downs. It has a little bit of a breaking issue. I'm not sure that uh, this is a horse that I like too much, but, you know, Summer's Windsong definitely could uh, show up at a big price. Absolutely. Let's backtrack, Mike. Five Justice Jet, uh, owner uh, trader Rene Allard, Simon Allard, and a Gambledale Singh, Daniel Dubay in the bike here, coming off a fourth place finish against Bourbon Bay. 25 career wins, looking for his fourth win of the season. Certainly a long shot here right now, 10 to 1 for uh, Justice Jed. Mike, why don't you tell us about Triple Dot Dash 7? Yes, if I don't skip the seven and go to the eight, seven dot 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 dash. Uh, Matt Kakali picks up the drive here. Looked decent in his last, in her, excuse me, in her last start. Just not convinced uh, so far. She's got a mark of fifty-five and three this year at Yonkers Raceway. She's not very impressed by this horse, but who knows? I've been proven wrong before. Yep, so like Eight Monroe County right now, 33-1 to 1 on the board. She's obviously a big long shot here for trainer Rich Banka and the Elegant Stables, Carmen Iaconi, TLP Stable uh, from New Jersey. Uh, Jason Barlett, Yonkers leading drivers in the bike here, 30 wins of 115 starts, tough fourth place finish last time, uh, meets similar company, really post-states a big hindrance to Monroe County's chances here today. The nine is Fashion Creditor, and Fashion Creditor now on the screen looks absolutely sharp. Trainer Tom Fanning has done a great job getting Fashion Creditor ready for this race. Yannick Jingrau picks up the mount here. Uh, for the, That is Yannick Jingrau driving that horse, isn't it? So we missed the driving chains earlier, apparently, from David Miller to Yannick Jingrau. So Yannick picks up the mount here. I think he's going to be a good for Fashion Creditor. And uh, who knows? You know, listen, post nine isn't so bad when Yankee Puzzle and BL Class Act can both show speed. And also starting from the second tier, Mike, is number 10, Caulfield. The Chris Oaks trainee is 7 of 41 in the win column. Coming off a very nice win last time at Pocono from post-8, and then that one is a 12 last 5, going 155. Obviously, he's facing a lot tougher here for the Sears Oaks connection uh, for owners, Sinerco Ventures Incorporated from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. That's a field of 10, Mike, and we're just about four minutes away from a start. And, uh, Mike, I'll tell you what, can you pull up the post? I'm, I'm scared to touch my computer, Mike. I want to see what uh if you could pull up can you pull up the post time page or do I, you want me to do it on my phone 
Oh, you got it right there. Okay. Let's. Uh, is everybody still alive? How's everybody everybody doing? is alive except for Jeremy Day. Jeremy Day singled him over. All right, so Jeremy Day is out, uh, and uh, not a bad uh, reel, don't you? You know what? Listen, you have to. Uh, I think you kind of have to uh, make a stride somewhere and take a stand somewhere. And I think uh, Jeremy Day uh, looked to uh, take a stand. And uh, oh boy, boy, they just let anybody back here, don't they? Holy moly! Corey Callahan is joining us live on the program. How are you, my friend? Uh, everything's good, guys. Thanks for having me on. All right, Mike. Uh, well, what do we got? Corey, first of all, I saw you out there watching the international trial. What were your thoughts on the, on the big race? Uh, yeah, it was a spectacular race. Um, you know, I think the best horse won the race. He's been outstanding all year long, and, you know, with the post and everything, it worked out perfect for him, and he won a big trip. Go ahead, Mike. Jeez, I can't even figure out the mute button on mine. i got to push it on yours. Now, Mara draws well inside of Wiggle It, Jiggle It. Obviously, you're outside of Biddle of the Legend. Talk to us a little bit about the uh, strategy in this race. Yeah, I mean, things definitely help out with uh, Split the House being scratched. You know, I mean, he's got enough early speed that, you know, it could have put me in an uh, uncompromising position. But, you know, I mean, I would say that, um, you know, I'm going to go out of there as much as I can. You know, I would like to cut it. Don't know if I can get around a bit of a legend. But, you know, even if, uh, even if I don't, I think, you know, us two are going to be going along enough on the inside that, you know, I don't think Wiggle It Jiggle It makes the lead. If he does, it will be you know, probably by, uh, you know, the grandstand before he ever gets there. Corey, uh, backtracking a little bit to the Yonkers Invitational Trot, you drove uh, Wind of the North to a very good fourth-place finish. Your thoughts on how he raced today? Yeah, you know, um, he, we got a really good trip, and, uh, you know, he, he trotted home strong. You know, I mean, the, with the way the uh, fraction set up, he's more of a, you know, he's more of a horse that can kind of pick up some tired horses, and, you know, they just kind of walked and sprinted. So uh, that's not really his game, but, you know, like I said, we got a good trip, and, you know, he got a good chunk of it. All right, Corey, we certainly appreciate you taking time out visiting us, my friend. You got it. Thanks, guys. All right, that was the one and only Captain Corey. Hey, Corey, 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 come here. You know you're about uh, 28 wins away. No, I think 27 from 5,000. You keeping tally? Um, well, I wasn't until you made that post there on Facebook. So, uh, <laughs> you know, hopefully uh, we, we can bang it out here soon. All right, well, I'm counting you down at Harris, by the way, so make, make sure you do it there, all right? All right, good deal. Thanks, Mike. All right, that was uh, the captain, Corey Callahan, joining us live on the program. And uh, Corey's always uh, a great uh, great character, great driver uh, here. And uh, I'll tell you what, he had a chance to drive Wind of the North, a good fourth-place finish uh, in the uh, the Yonkers Invitational trot up in uh, race number seven from the uh, second tier. Mike, we're one minute away from race eight. Uh, I guess it's time to uh, give some selections. I guess Jeremy Day's the uh, only horse – or the only horse, the only uh, – for – First, Mike. I, I, first, his presidential candidate is down in the polls by about twenty, and uh, now you're uh, now now he's uh, down in the flames of the pick five. Hey, 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 whoa! Let, let's calm it down there, okay? We don't need to bring presidential candidates into this. Let's uh, race number eight is coming up. I love just you, one Jamie. minute away. They're actually going to the gate. Uh, two to one on the seven. I can't understand. Dot 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 dash at two to one. Uh, five to one on the four. Super Manning. Let's send it through the voice of Yonkers Raceway. It's John Hernan with a live call of race eight from Yonkers. Field is on gate. They're off. Super Manning had a good start from the inside Yankee puzzle. And on the far outside, Monroe County wants into the early mix. 
Then from between horses, BL Class Act, along with Bingo Queen, three wide, is dot, 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 dash. Down toward the inside, Passion Predator Caulfield is out in the two paths. Justice Jet Knights and Summer's Wind Song. They reach the top of the stretch the first time, led by Super Manning at five to one. Super Manning out on top by a length and a half over Yankee Puzzle in the shot of the quarter pole. Third is BL Class Act. Bingo Queen is in fourth. And this two lengths back to an unhurried Monroe County after a good start in fifth. Two lengths back in sixth to find dot, 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 dash, who's eight lengths from the lead. And then Fashion Creditor, they went the opening quarter mile in 29 and 1 as they move around the clubhouse turn the first time. The trailing trio of trotters are Caulfield, two lengths back to Justice Jet, and Summers' Windsong trails a dozen lengths from the lead as they march towards the half mile pole out after Super Manning. Headstrong on the lead, Super Manning by two. From Yankee Puzzle, BL Classic is in third, Bingo Queen in fourth. Followed by a reserve, Monroe County, fifth, six lengths from the lead. They won a half mile. It was 59 seconds flat. A 29-4 second quarter. And now being produced first up is dot, 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 dash. Now to the outside, second over is Fashion Creditor, Monroe County, down toward the inside. It's two and a half lengths back in eighth to find Caulfield. Summer's Windsong on the outside. And back last one, Justice Jet. Now about eight lengths from top to bottom as they approach three quarters. And the leader is Super Manning. But company coming now. Here's Bingo Queen toward the inside Yankee Puzzle. Second over is Dot 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 Dash in a good spot. Three quarters, 128 and three, 29 and three in that quarter. Up stride and off the course there went Yankee Puzzle. Yankee Puzzle has made a break as they move up the back stretch. So Super Manning dealing with the first over. Dot 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 Dash. Bingo Queen third and now perched second over is Fashion Creditor toward the inside BL Classic. Trying to rally here is Caulfield from six lengths away. And then comes Monroe County, who's mired in traffic. Summers Windsong and Justice Jet. They went the mile in 157 and 2. Complexion changing now. And dot, 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 dash has rolled to the lead. Fashion Creditor from a weary Supermanning. Nowhere to go for Bingo Queen. Then on the outside, Caulfield. Three wide Monroe County. BL Class Act has been shuffled back toward the inside. In seventh, they're in the stretch. It's dot, 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 dash. Chased home by Fashion Creditor. Splitting through between horses. BL Class Act far outside. It's Monroe County. Deep stretch. Dot, 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 dash. Dot, 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 dash, and here is Fashion Creditor in a photo on the inside Bingo Queen, flying home late Monroe County, 227 and 1. It's a photo finish. Now, listen, neither one of us can figure out why this horse was bet down, and I think we found out why. Dot, 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 dash put in a monster, monster effort, but I think uh, Fashion Creditor, I'm looking, I'm not even, I think Fashion they had fashion. It was fashion yeah, yeah, we're going to we're gonna have to uh, watch this replay again, Mike, because this was a pretty close finish. And I think the nine, I think the nine was up in time. Though we'll have to wait and see here. Let's see. Oh yeah, nine easy. Nineties. Big outside advantage here, Yonkers, by the way, Mike, if you're watching. On your listen, television. listen, you wouldn't call a photo yesterday, but today you can call it off the television. I would have to call your boss. <laughs> That was that was a very close photo, by the way, yesterday, and uh, you know I think they got on me a little bit too uh, too much, but uh, you know hey, like I say, it's kind of an announcer's conundrum. You can get thirty of them right, the first one you get wrong, you'll be taken to the ringers. Well, I have to say, since Fashion Creditor is uh, being posted the winner, we have one pick five ticket alive. Guess whose it is? It's yours. No one else had Fashion Creditor, so you're still alive in the pick five sequence. Hopefully, uh, somebody plays your forty-eight dollar play. 
Well, Fashion Creditor was two to one of the morning line, by the way. So you know, I mean, I don't think it took uh, too much jumping out on a limb to uh, put him listen, in the fifth. My show bet, my show bets apparently had to come into play on that one, right? Obviously. Well, congratulations, owner Joe uh, Joe Smith, trainer Tom Fanning, driver Yannick Shingra's nine Fashion Creditor makes his way to the winners' circle. It's his eleventh win of his career, uh, sixth win of the season. Uh, I'll tell you what, a good effort a couple of starts back to Aggressive, who I believe came back to uh, trot to a victory at Everest, Philadelphia. So hats off to the connections of Fashion Creditor. Mike, what do you say we reset things here, take a couple of timeouts, and uh, when we come back, we'll have more on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, the special uh, international trot edition presented by Bet America. Hello, this is Kayla Straw, and I'm here to tell you all about BetAmerica.com. It is the fastest-growing legal, safe, and secure website to place all your bets on horse racing. BetAmerica covers over 200 racetracks from North America, the UK, and my home country, Australia. New players to BetAmerica receive a 100% bonus on your first deposit up to $300. That's the best sign-up bonus available today. It's time to play the BetAmerica way. Join us for Maryland Horse Council's Evening at the Races at Rosecroft Raceway on Thursday, October 20th at 6 p.m. As speakers include Ted Black, racing analyst and sports writer, who has covered harness racing in the Mid-Atlantic region for nearly 30 years. Corey Callahan, Maryland native and leading harness racing driver in North America. Sal Sinatra, president and general manager of the Maryland Jockey Club and the new owner of Rosecroft Raceway. Anthony McDonald, creator of the Stable.ca, is an affordable way to boost harness horse ownership among both first-time and long-time owners. Also, paddock tours are available and the opportunities for exciting rides to the starting car, an experience not to be missed. To purchase your tickets, visit mdhorsecouncil.org or buy your tickets at the door. It's the Maryland Horse Council's Evening at the Races at Rosecroft Raceway, Thursday, October 20th. Every dream has a start. And this one is ours to trot and pace fast, faster than all the others, and maybe faster than any horse ever has. With every stride, 1,200 pounds of pure equine determination. In every turn, there's a tale. Every bet is a hope. No five-year returns, no annuities, 401ks, return on investment. Maybe they say that the odds are against you. But you know nothing great comes easy. Winners don't second guess. They sprint through openings and dig in deeper when the going's tough. No horse ever rides alone. The owners, the driver, the groom, and you. There are no sidelines here. The world is often full of many compromises, but not here. Not on this day, not in this race, not with this horse, not in this sport. Once you feel it, it becomes you. Once you become it, your dream becomes ours. This is Harness Racing. We welcome you to the Harness Racing Fan Zone. See it all for yourself. Feel it in all the passion Share that experience with others and be a part of it all. The Harness Racing Fan Zone puts you in the driver's seat.
to to Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bed America. Mike Carter, alongside of Mike Bozich, we're 22 minutes away from race number nine here at Yonkers Raceway. Mike, I stole I stole your mic. You know, sorry about that. But joy, we're joined now by Allison Conti. And listen, we uh, you can put your headset on. You know, uh, no, we talked. Me and you were talking. We, apparently, we had to play a fan zone commercial just because she's standing here. No, totally kidding, Allison. Listen, talk to us a little bit about what you guys have been doing. We've seen the 360 cameras on the uh, Sulky, and it's a really uh, fun ride. Yeah, so um, we're definitely getting pretty lucky in the last uh, couple months. Everybody sort of, I don't want to say has loosened up, but, you know, kudos to the Meadows, who was using the 360 cameras and Chris Gooden first and um, got to use them in the audio. So people started to see that, you know, it was pretty little and pretty light and was not going to out, uh, affect the outcome of the race. So um, after that, Montreal, uh, the teams are always fantastic. We had one at Wiglet Jiglet on a, at a Dayton, and that came out really great. And uh, Marion Marauders Connections and Scott Zero put one on for Futurity Day, and that footage turned out fantastic. And, um, yeah, today we had one on uh, Oasis Spy and one on Obergato as well. So looking forward to getting that uh, up and on the computer. Now, the question I have for you is, whose idea was this? This is kind of a new thing, you guys that are testing out, and it's a lot of fun. I enjoy watching it. It's great because you can sit there with your phone and kind of, you know, turn it a little bit and see different views. It's a lot of fun to watch. Um, Rich Johnson, our videographer at the USTA, is really great about always wanting to try new technology and new cameras. I mean, you know, uh, we just ordered a drone, and we've got the GoPro and the Sony cam. Um, it, you know, and it's, I don't, I don't think it was really anybody's one idea. I mean, Heather Wilder and Chris Gooden got really involved with the 360 cameras and really were paving the way a little bit with them at the Meadows. Um, and we always want to do it. It's just a matter of getting permission from the judges sometimes. And then, you know, still there's some superstitions and I totally, totally understand that um, coming from a horse family, but it, it's just, it's something that I think a lot of us have been really working to do more of. And um, now we're, we're getting to do more of it. So it's great. Well, that's one of the things, Allison, that we have talked about time and time again is harness racing, getting into the 21st century and doing these types of things. And uh, I just love seeing the videos. It's actually, it's almost like you're actually in the bike. And then with the 360, you can actually look around and, and, you know, you're putting people inside the game. You're putting people inside the race. uh, And hopefully we can do more of it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Somebody made the comment to me just the other day that, uh, a driver that that's as close to the experience as you can get without experiencing it that that they had seen so i think it's awesome you know and and you get to see a little bit more of um what really goes on and how close quarters it is and and how exciting racing is yeah it certainly is well allison uh, give us your take on uh, the international trot i know you had a chance to see it you were watching along intently as uh, resolve was able to make that big move and uh, i'll tell you just Finished with a lot of resolve. I mean, finished very game. Was able to hold off the first overall Brigado, and then later the pocket sitting Oasis B. Your thoughts on the race? Um, yeah. I mean, anytime you get a field of horses like that, where we had the three American horses, but we don't really know as much about the international horses. Um, and Resolve has been getting really, really, really sharp this year. Um, it, I, for him, I think that was huge because um, it was a it was a solid test. Um, I don't know if Hanalar could have handled the turns. What would have happened then? Who knows? I, the Breeders' Crown should be interesting, though. Yeah, it certainly will be. Mike, you got one final question? Yeah, listen, uh, let's talk a little bit about the charted lines from that race. It was actually really cool because uh, I believe Harness Racing America helped out with that. And it was really cool to see those in the, uh, in the program. It was in the Harness High. Did it take a lot of work to get those put in there? 
Yeah, you know, it's, I mean, it's just a, a matter of, at the USTA, in communicating with the foreign systems, it's not, the information's not formatted the same, which doesn't sound like the biggest deal in the world, but it makes our systems go crazy. So, yeah, um, kudos to Brandon Balvo for all of those lines. That was amazing. Um, and it had nothing to do with me at all, not my department, <laughs> but, like, I know that our team at the USTA worked really hard to get that done as well. Um, and it's, you know, frankly, it, it should be done and it's great. And people have more information on all the horses now. Well, certainly. Well, Allison, listen, we certainly appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to join us uh, and uh, go get to work. Huh? All right. You guys too. All right. That was Allison Conte from the United States Trotting Association. And uh, who is that behind me? That would be Jason Settlemore that just walked in. Oh, okay. So. All right. Well, good. You know, I had a lot of people pat me on the back. Uh, here and uh, you know, I, by the time I turn Listen. around, they're gone. They they hurry up. Well, they see they got I got a mic in my hand, then they hurry up and run away. Yeah, so right. I don't blame them. Right. Well, Mike, we're coming up on race number nine. It's 17 minutes away, Mike. We're 17 minutes away from race number nine at Yonkers Raceway. And, Mike, you know, it's been a fantastic program. Of course, you got race nine coming up. It's another mile and a quarter trot, and it features Sumatra, who draws the inside. Now, Sumatra is not the favorite here. Seven to two on the four, Swish and Flick who is coming off a third-place effort against this company. And, uh, Mike, this is a pretty competitive field, but since you're the only one still alive in this, uh, this pick-five sequence, why don't, you, uh, why don't you tell us why you liked uh, the few horses that you did here? All right, we went uh, four deep in here, one, three, four, nine, and obviously we're going to try to make a little bit of a score uh, in the overnight events. You know, Sumatra draws the inside from post position number eight last time, and I think that's huge. So you get the class drop, and you get the post improvement. And here at Yonkers Raceway, that obviously is huge. Uh, right now, nine to one on the board, so I certainly have to include this one. Three Lily Swan Pond is a horse that's coming off a nice victory last time. The next soaring stables have been uh, doing pretty well as of late, Mike. This horse is looking for his 10th career win after the win last time. So we'll see what the Lily Swan, Swan Pond can do. Good luck, John Hunter, on that one. Fourth swish and flick. Uh, third place finish last time uh, against a little bit tougher, the drop-in class. Uh, you get Mark McDonald back in the bike. I think fourth swish and flick's class has an opportunity to tell here. And then starting from the second tier, nine World Cup. I absolutely think you have to use World Cup here. Uh, Yannick Shingron gets in the bike for trainer Richard Johnson after a good closing third place finish last time. An easier group here for a number nine World Cup. So uh, we're saying with one, three, four, nine, we are the lone soldier, Mike. Us and our uh, $48 ticket about lasting some great handicappers. Speaking of handicappers, how are you doing in the Hannah contest, by the way? I think we're having some technical technical issue. Yeah, I'm just, it's yeah. not good. Let's mm-hmm. put it to you that way. So, uh, listen, we're going to take a quick timeout. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk some more about this race coming up. Um, we're also going to talk a little bit about the 10th race here at Yonkers. Foiled again is here as well. We'll talk a little bit about his race. That's after this timeout. You've got Post Time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America. Hey, I'm Chantel Sutherland-Cruz and want to tell you all about BetAmerica.com. It's the coolest place to bet on horse racing on over 200 racetracks from America and around the world. New players receive a 100% bonus on your first deposit, up to $300. That's the best sign-up bonus available today. It's time to play the Bet America way. 
Join us for Maryland Horse Council's Evening at the Races at Rosecroft Raceway on Thursday, October 20th at 6 p.m. Guest speakers include Ted Black, racing analyst and sports writer, who has covered harness racing in the Mid-Atlantic region for nearly 30 years. Corey Callahan, Maryland native and leading harness racing driver in North America. Sal Sinatra, president and general manager of the Maryland Jockey Club and the new owner of Rosecroft Raceway. Anthony McDonald, creator of the Stable.ca, is an affordable way to boost harness horse ownership among both first-time and long-time owners. Also, paddock tours are available and the opportunities for exciting rides to the starting car, an experience not to be missed. To purchase your tickets, visit mdhorsecouncil.org or buy your tickets at the door. It's the Maryland Horse Council's Evening at the Races at Rosecroft Raceway, Thursday, October 20th. Embroidery Unlimited is a premier provider of quality embroidery, screen printing, and promotional products. Our commitment to quality and pride in our work is second to none. We focus on quality and customer service. For all of your stable or business needs, Embroidery Unlimited is the number one provider in harness racing. Give Jim Winsky a call at 508-485-5522. That's 508-485-5522. Or visit them on the internet at EmbroideryUNL.com. That's EmbroideryUNL.com. Embroidery Unlimited. have taken over the lead on the inside second Scott Rocks far outside here comes Bold again Malmara needs a place to race three quarters in one twenty two and four track record in jeopardy as they head around the final turn it's Pollock A on top on the outside here comes the seven million dollar man is he going to do it Bold again in the center We're back on post time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America. Foiled again will be in action in the 11th race. Uh, may not get a chance to cover that, but he will be in action uh, after the Wiggler Jiggler race. Right now, Mike Carter standing by in the paddock with a special guest. Mike, take it away, buddy. Yeah, we're here in the paddock with Jordan Stratton. And, Jordan, let's talk a little bit about Bit of a Legend. He draws the rail. Obviously, that's exactly where you want to be against Wiggle It, Jiggle It. Talk to us a little bit about uh, how you're feeling going into this race. Uh, I couldn't ask for a better draw. You know, we need every advantage you can get against Wiggle It, Jiggle It. Now, in the open handicap back on October 8th, he won by a neck over Mockett. So, uh, went 152-2 and two that day, come home in 27-2. and two. This horse seems to have a lot of closing kick and has a lot left in the last quarter. Yeah, he had a little bit of a down period after Levy, you know, six weeks in a row, he racing tough, and he felt it a little bit afterwards, but he seems to be back to normal now. Now, you've dead heated with Wiggle and Jiggle before. You've driven a bit of a legend uh, in every one of his uh, starts, even including the race at Pocono Downs back on August 20th. What would it mean to defeat Wiggle and Jiggle here today? Uh, I, you know, personally, I think Wiggle and Jiggle is one of the best horses to ever live, and you know, just to, to be in the race with him is uh, an opportunity to uh, hopefully take advantage of. All right, Mike, that's Jordan Stratton, driver, a bit of a legend in the 10th race. All right, thank you very much. Bit of a legend uh, drawing post position number one. We just heard from driver Jordan Stratton. Uh, and, uh, boy, I'll tell you what, do you hear the uh, 
Horse is getting called out to the racetrack for race number nine. It's a mile and a quarter event here at Yonkers Raceway. It's the Joey Goldstein trot of field at 10. And right now, the current favorite at 2-1 to one is number four, Swish and Flink, uh, showing the dropping class. A good third-place finish last time. Swish and Flick is making her 99th career start for trainer Rob Harmon. And Harmon Racing Stable, of course, Rob Harmon, an old uh, old Michigan guy. He's, uh, a lot of these people are. Uh, but anyway, the uh, 10th race, of course, is what we were talking about. Bit of a legend draws post position number one. Just had a chance to hear from Jordan Stratton. Bit of a legend starting to get back into it a little bit. One, two of his last three. And uh, obviously gets the big, big post position here today. And Wiggle It, Jiggle It is uh, racing all the way from post position number eight. So it's going to be interesting to see. Plus, you've got uh, some good horses. Nalmera, all bets off. Uh, Keystone Velocity split the house mixed in there as well. So a lot of speed. It's going to be interesting to see what kind of trip Montreal can work out with number eight, Wiggle It, Jiggle It, who was warming up uh, not too long ago, and uh, I thought looked uh, pretty darn good uh, out on the racetrack. So they'll be coming out onto the racetrack for the ninth here, the nine minutes away from a start to Joey Goldstein. We're going to take one more quick timeout. When we come back, we're going to talk about race number nine. You've got Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Get a huge boost to your bankroll for all of summer's best racing at Bet America. All new players can double their first deposit up to $300 with Bet America's 100% deposit bonus. That's the biggest sign up bonus in the industry. Sign up today and start playing the Bet America way. Back to the paddock. Mike Carter standing by with Wiggle It, Jiggle It trainer Clyde Francis. <laughs> We're here with trainer Clyde Francis. We're having a good old time down here in the paddock as we sit in front of Wiggle It, Jiggle It. So, Clyde, talk to us a little bit about uh, Wiggle It, Jiggle It coming into this race. Obviously, post eight is not ideal, but you know what? He's still got a big chance even from his outside post. Yeah, I think he'll be all right. You know, most time he'll overcome most any post position. You know. He had a good training session this week and come in feeling good, so I think he's ready to go. Now, in the E-word at Toyota Downs, he started from post eight and left strongly. There's not a ton of speed to your inside, but, of course, you're renewing your rivalry with a bit of a legend. Is there anybody you're really worried about in this group? You got, oh, what, seven horses. You got to worry about all of them, really. <laughs> but, uh, but I think this will be all right. All right, Clyde. Well, good luck, and uh, we'll see you guys uh, hopefully in the winter circle today. Appreciate it. Well, you have to worry about all of them. Uh, is certainly a, a trainer, Clyde Francis. Well, we got seven minutes away from the start of race number nine, a field of ten. It's the Joey Goldstein trot going for a purse of $21,600. They're going in a, a mile and a quarter. Let's meet the field. One Sumatra, currently 9-2 to on the board, 14 of 61 in the win column, 2 of 14 this year. Coming off of a sixth-place finish, you get a class drop and a post-improvement for owner Joseph Smith, trainer Tom Fanning, and driver Jordan Stratton. Two for you, almost free. Right now, 19-1 to one on the board. Uh, the horse is coming off a couple of fourth place finishes. Last win, four starts back was against Cheever from post three, making his 176th start for owner Joe Feraldo, Chris Winstruck, and the Gilbert Zaitel. The driver is Jason Bartlett for trainer Rich Bank. A three Lily Swan Pond. Uh, going for a trainer, Nick Surick, driver George Brennan, and on his second chance tables, looking for his 10th career win. Coming off of a pretty nice win last time, does move out a couple of notches to post three. George Brennan's back in the bike. 
currently 10 to 1 on the board right now. For Swish and Flick is making her 99th start here today, and right now she holds favoritism on the board. 2 to 1 off that third place finish last time. Mark McDonald is in the bike on for Swish and Flick, was also looking for her 20th career win. Five Cadabra's new recruit for Allard Racing with ALR trainer Brian Sears, driver currently 6 to 1 on the board, 12 to 35 in the win column in his career. Any kind of showing or any kind of check will put him over $100,000. Is 4 of 12 here this year, coming off the seventh place finish last time. Bit of a post-improvement. Brian Sue's back on the bike. He won with the source. Two starts back. Six Gaelic and Garlic for owner Bernard White. Christy Lee Farms. That hard trains. Brent Holland drives. Coming off of a fifth-place finish right now. The longest shot on the board. 39-1. to one. Seven Luck of the Irish. Six out of 37 in the win column for a trainer Mike Forte. Owner Brian Kleinberg, Vantage Racing Stable, Seth Rosenberg, Matt Kikaley drives a good second-place finish despite a break last time. Perhaps a, a clear trip could see seven luck of the Irish get to the winner's circle. Eight, Georgina Corner. Verona Steve Finkelstein, trainer Monique Cohen, and driver Jeff Gregory up a third place finish last time. High percentage career winner, 19 of 58, is form 16 off a third place finish last time. Two Lily Swan Pond, obviously post data, a uh, big hindrance here right now, 11 to 1. Nine World Cup, getting a lot of attention, 7 to 2 on the board, starting from that second tier. Third place finish last time, looking for his 26th career win, has a lot of back class. Yannick Shingra drives for the first time for my trainer Richard Johnson at Nine World Cup and Super Long. Shop 10 Soul Train on my Blind Switch Racing, Good Friends Racing, Steve Farina, Dolly Farm Services, Eric Adele Drives for trainer Jose Godinez, making his 90th start today. A long shot coming off of a disappointing eighth place finish last out at Big Odds. Big Odds once again here at 40 to 1. Well, Mike, you have been absolutely all over the place. You're doing a bang up job, my friend, getting those paddock interviews. Uh, we just heard from Jordan Stratton, uh, Clyde Francis, and I'll tell you what, team. Wiggle the jiggle, it seems confident despite having post date here tonight. Yeah, obviously, uh, a little bit of concern from post date. Uh, Clive Francis said it the best. You got seven other horses to worry about uh, in the field. But, you know, listen, it's going to be a very, very interesting race. I think uh, Keystone Velocity, who we talked a little bit about on Thursday with VIP Internet Stables, has got a shot as well from Mid Pack. Artistic Major is kind of an interesting horse, Mike. We'll get into this. We're really going to dissect this race. <laughs> like we have it already. We're really going to dissect this race uh, here in just a few minutes. Um, and we're also going to have, I just talked to Heather Vitale. She's going to come up and uh, get on the show with us as well here in just a little bit. So Heather's going to come on up and uh, join us. Guys, if you have not been to Yonkers, you have got to make it a point to come at least once. Now, granted, I haven't spent a whole lot of time on the grandstand side, but they put us in a fantastic location. And uh, listen, we can't thank Toy of New York, Joe Feraldo, Alex and Doyen, all the guys here at Yonkers Raceway, uh, the TV department, IT department. They all did a fantastic job. Yeah, they really did. They rolled out the red carpet for us in uh, quite a good setup, a quite a classy setup. Uh, and uh, it's Oktoberfest over there, so maybe after uh, the 10th race is gone, maybe we could sneak over there and watch a wiggle and jiggle. Of course, or excuse me, foiled again. We won't be on the air for foiled again as our time is allotted at the 5:30. And when the strict orders from Block Talk Radio, the 5:30, we gotta, they're gonna force us off no matter what we do. So uh, we're going to uh, obviously miss that. But uh, hey, it's a great crowd. It was a tremendous, tremendous success here today. All right, uh, Mike, listen, three minutes to post, a uh, field of 10. I am the lone survivor in our uh, a plethora of handicapping experts in the pick five. Uh, so we've got a field of 10 here. Mike, give us your selections as we're just three minutes away from the start of this ninth. The Joey Goldstein trot. 
you know, this was an interesting race, uh, an interesting race for me. I actually went with just one horse here, and uh, I guess it would help if I mute the International Tribe broadcast on their website because I was getting double feet in my ears there. Uh, anyways, I went with a nine here. I think World Cup is going to be the horse to beat. Yannick Jingra picks up the drive here. You go from Joe Bongiorno to Yannick Jingra. Nothing against Joe Bongiorno, but I, just a big, big driver change uh, to the outside for trainer Richard Johnson. He's putting some decent miles, Mike, and I think the mile and a quarter distance could suit World Cup well. I'm going with Sumatra here. I think six to one's a very good price. You're getting a, a couple of different angles, Mike. You're getting the post improvement and the class drop, and I certainly like that. Uh, sixth place finish last time against a lot tougher, but listen, post eight, I think that uh, could happen to everybody. Drawing the inside, I think, is a huge, huge key. Drawing the rail, Jordan Stratton's in the bike. I had some success with this horse two and three starts back, so I think number one, Sumatra's going to be my long shot for trainer Tom Fanning, who, by the way, just won the last race, Mike, with uh, a fashion creditor. Now, if I'm mistaken, that's that's Moira, related to Moira, correct? Yeah, related to Moira Fanning. And uh, I got to meet Moira earlier. We're actually going to be at the Breeders' Crown. For those of you who uh, don't know, we are going to the Breeders' Crown Mike cover Friday and Saturday. We actually passed the Meadowlands on the way here. And uh, so it'll, it'll be an easier drive for you. Listen, I'm going to be coming from Cleveland. You're going to have to, uh, you know, you're going to have, might have to pick me up at uh, New Jersey Turnpike somewhere. Holy moly, well, I'll tell you what, I don't know if we're going to have any money left after the tolls. I might have to, uh, uh, you know, hope I could uh, hit it rich here in the casino or make a couple of plays towards the end of the car. Actually, I need this pick five, actually, to, to, to afford to get home. Thirty-some dollars in tolls. Are you kidding me? Hey, listen, that's just how it goes. All right, race number nine is coming up here in about 20 or so seconds. The starter is getting in position for the ninth race. Currently the favorite at two to one is the four swish and flick. Five to two to the outside, the nine World Cup. Six to one on the one Sumatras. This calls them to the gate. Let's send it to John Hernan with the live call of race nine from Yonkers. Trotters at a mile and one quarter. They're on gate. They're off. Sumatra left from the inside and punching on through from between horses. There's Lily Swan Pond for Yumo Tree backs off. Now three wide is Swish and Flick. And toward the outside is Gaelic and Garlic. From the second tier is World Cup. It's a gap of two lengths toward the inside to Soul Train. Behind Soul Train is Cadaver's new recruit. And then Luck of the Irish and Georgina Corner is the trailer. They head over to the opening quarter mile and ranging up to take the lead is Swish and Flick. Swish and Flick to get by Lily Swan Pond. A gap of two to Sumatra third, trotting fourth for you almost three. And it's two and a half four to World Cup, who's six lengths from the lead and three clear of Gaelic and Garlic after an opening quarter in 28 and four. Following Gaelic and Garlic around the clubhouse turn, that is Soul Train. That is the gap of two and a half farther back to Cadaver's new recruit. We drop back three to Luck of the Irish. And languishing at the back of the pack is Georgina Corner. Heading to the half mile and ranging up now. Here's Sumatra put in play. Sumatra and Jordan Stratton to take charge from Swish and Flick. Lily Swan Pond is on hold in third. For you almost free is in mid-pack. They want the opening half mile in 58 and one. Looking around the paddock turn the first time. World Cup set sail to the outside, followed by Gaelic and Garlic, two then to Soul Train, seven from the lead. 
Captain Suda Cadabra's new recruit, Luck of the Irish, and Matt Kikaley's been steered to the outside and trailing in 10th is Georgina Corner. It's Sumatra doing the heavy lifting here. Sumatra, here comes World Cup and Jingra first over. Swish and Flick third, and Gaelic and Garlic is right there, second over at 46 to 1. Three quarters, 127 and 4. Things tightening up as they approach the backstretch. Shuffle back there was Lily Swan Pond. Third over is Soul Train and Goodell five lengths from the lead. In behind rivals is for you almost free. Then eighth on the outside is Cadaver's new recruit. Toward the inside, ninth is Georgina Corner. And on the outside, fifth over is Luck of the Irish. It's Sumatra getting badgered by World Cup as they check in at the mile in 157 and 1 as they exit the backstretch. Swish and Flake has had the perfect trip. Between horses is long shot Gaelic and Garlic down toward the inside. Lily Swan Pond three wide, but flattening out of it was Soul Train. And then it's free, almost free, and Cadaver's new recruit. They're into the stretch. It's Sumatra fully extended here on the outside. World Cup between horses. Swish and Flick third in the passing lane. Lily Swan Pond. Here comes Swish and Flick to challenge Sumatra in the shot of the wire. Swish and Flick. Close for second. Lily Swan Pond for Sumatra. And a photo for fourth, 227 flat. Well, Mike, for a second there, I thought uh, you were going to get uh, Sumatra home, but you're still alive here. You got you had the four, you're going into the last leg, the only person alive in the pick five. Actually, would have hit the, well, let's see what I have. Yeah, would have actually hit the super because it come, uh, let's see, what did it come? Four, three, four, three, one, nine, I believe. Yeah, four one three uh, four three one nine. So congratulations to Swish and Flick Rob Harmon, another good old Michigan buddy of mine. Uh, trainer Robbie Harmon for Harmon Racing winning before Swish and Flick to drop and pop. She's making her 99th start today. She won for the 20th time, third win of the season. So congratulations to the connections of Swish and Flick and uh, getting the job done. Well, I see Corey Callahan's getting ready to uh, don the uh, the colors and get on the bike with uh, Mel Mara as we've got. Uh, our good friend Wiggle the Jiggler coming up next in race 10. Can't, can't wait for this race, Mike. We've got about 35 minutes left on Post Time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America. We're going to pay some bills and take a quick timeout. When we come back, you'll have more from Yonkers Raceway. Get a huge boost to your bankroll for all of summer's best racing at Bet America. All new players can double their first deposit up to $300 with Bet America's 100% deposit bonus. That's the biggest sign up bonus in the industry. Sign up today and start playing the Bet America way. Here at the stable, our mission is to provide fair market for owners of yearlings while giving investors the most informative way to purchase all of or part of a horse. The stable will cater to all budgets by having an open fractional buying market and a flat rate billing system. At the stable, we aim to minimize the risk in buying and maximize the benefit of selling. Visit thestable.ca or give Anthony McDonald a call at 519-400-4263. That's 519-400-4263. It's thestable.ca. Oh, 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 oh,
Presented by Bet America for Swish and Flick, able to get the job done. We're about to 16 to 17 minutes away from the 10th race. It is going to be our final race that we're going to broadcast. The Yonkers Invitational Pace, uh, exact the trifecta, superfecta wagering. This will complete the pick five sequence. Uh, field of eight with Wiggle It Jiggle It starting from post eight. Right now, getting a lot of play. One to nine on the board, uh, and uh, they're showing the pick three, pick four, and pick five will pay, so we'll have to see. Uh, there's your pick five will pays, Mike. Who did I have in the last play? I think one to four and, uh, yep. one to four one, and eight. Which is paying 363 25 to 41350 and the eight. 5250. 5250. I'm sure you'd like that 52 bucks so you can bet a show bet or something. Well, I'd be a four dollar winner if Wiggly Jiggly comes but, in. How about that? But, but, but if the other two win, hey, I'll be doing good. <laughs> Listen, you need that fifty bucks to get you through the turnpike. To get you through the turnpike. How do people do it on the George Washington every day? My goodness. Anyway, uh, well, at least there was no traffic snarl ups like there was a while back. Anyway, the tenth race uh, uh, is the Yonkers Invitational Pace. So, uh, by the way, before we get back into this, Mike, because we talked to this race, uh, about this race quite a bit, uh, but we certainly want to thank, and I know we've done it before, but we want to thank everybody uh, here from the Standard Bread Owners Association of New York that's laying out the red carpet for it. We just talked to Alex DeDoyne, the executive director. We had him on to start the show. Uh, Joe Feraldo, John Brennan, all the people here that uh, made it possible. 
Uh, so we certainly appreciate that. Great broadcast location. I'm telling you, right in the middle of the turn here. I mean, just certainly a great spot. We're able to get a lot of good interviews for everybody. So uh, we certainly appreciate that. We're going to work on uh, trying to come back here next year for this great event. Uh, also, special thanks to all the sponsors, everybody that makes it possible, uh, including uh, Bet America. VIP Stables, uh, Pompano Park, uh, Friends of Maryland, Stabreds Embroidery Unlimited, the Stable.ca, New Vocations. Uh, well, I hope I didn't miss anybody. Uh, the list goes on and on. Uh, certainly appreciate them for, uh, and really, they are the reason we're on this program and uh, on this show and able to broadcast to you and, and do these remotes. But these remotes are quite fun, Mike. This is actually the first one we've been able to do. Uh, you know, uh, I know with Hoosier Park for the Dan Patch, I was back in the studio and you were actually on site. This is our first. Uh, when we're actually on site, and uh, I'll tell you, we hope to bring you a lot more of these next year. So stay tuned, uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and certainly log on for more information to our website, Post Time with Mike and Mike dot com. Well, we're 15 minutes away from this one, and uh, Wiggle and Jiggle out obviously one to nine uh, on the board. But uh, we talked about Mike how good and solid this aged pacing uh, division was, and we knew coming into this year that it was going to be great if everybody stayed healthy and everybody managed to stay healthy. And they have just been going blow to blow to blow. We just saw the the world record performance, the best performance perhaps in harness racing time wise anyway, was always be Mickey that 146 mile at Lexington. Uh, and, uh, you know, we've saw what Wiggle the has been able to do all year, what Freaky Feet Pete's been able to do all year, what the likes of Mel Marin and some others have been able to do all year. It's been a very, very exciting division, Mike. <laughs> I can get the mic off from you. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, you know, it, this age pacing division has been fantastic. Obviously, always been making me highlighted it with his 146 mile, um, you know, at the Red Mile this past weekend. And, you know, obviously, Wiggle and Jiggle, it wasn't there, but, you know, it just wasn't in the plans for him to, you know, to show up. But, you know, he's here today, and it's going to be exciting to see what happens with Wigglet Jigglet. Mel Mara has been racing fantastic course. What the house is scratched here. A uh, bit of a legend's been racing well all season long. One horse I'm kind of interested to see how uh, how he does is Keystone Velocity. This is a new horse that's kind of joining this group uh, for the first time. Uh, Race in the key in against Wigglet Jigglet. Mock it so in luck be with you and finished a fourth off a of 27-3 uh, final quarter. I think this horse uh, you know, could potentially hit the board. Yeah, certainly. We're going to talk about these horses when they come out for the post-parade, Mike, which will be just in a few minutes. But if you look uh, going on a little bit later on in the program, and and, uh, obviously we're going to be ending our broadcast here uh, in a couple of short minutes after this race, but uh, the 11th race, you've got the great foiled again. A horse that's made over $7 million, $7.4 million to be exact. He's got 90 career wins out of 268 starts. We had a chance to uh, talk to trainer Ron Burke a couple of short days ago, and uh, he was just thrilled with the effort uh, foiled again in the Robert K. Memorial. He is in action in race 11 uh, at Yonkers. Uh, and, uh, Mike, if you want to turn this way, I'd like to get your thoughts on this race uh, because foiled again uh, certainly looked good the last couple of starts, but uh, there are some good ones in here. PH Supercam is a very nice horse. The real one's coming off of a victory. Uh, do you think foiled again can make it three in a row for red driver Yannick Chingro? You know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I think Foiled again definitely got a shot from post five. Uh, the horse that I'm interested in seeing is this horse, Resimer, uh, who came from Australia, Mike, and, uh, you know, had been, you know, one easy in a qualifier, a freehold, and then basically open handicap horses here at Yonkers and didn't really do a whole lot. That's a little bit of a... Uh, a little bit of a concern. The real one at the inside, that's a horse that I really like. Trainer Pat Lance uh, always brings him in fresh, and I think uh, that horse could have a shot. 
Yeah, and uh, moving along later on in the card, Mike, the 12th race, uh, Wings of Royalty, starting from post position number four. Uh, Brian Sears is in the bike there. This horse has won three of his last four. Certainly a horse that's had a very, very uh, solid campaign and career. <laughs> and uh, like It's like the who when they're uh, d- doing a show, Mike. They, we destroy our equipment at the end of our show. That's like our that's like our mantra, yeah. Like, yeah. He threw the mic down. That's our thing. We're going to destroy the equipment after the, our broadcast. That's our thing. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Boy. Wings of Royalty, 5-2 uh, to two, uh, in the morning lines, about three of his last four. He's at accident race number 12, that $45,000 trot at Yonkers Raceway, which starts the late daily double. A couple of other interesting horses in that race. Crazy about Pat, who has made almost $700,000. He's in that particular race. Money Maven, who has won three of his last four. For a trainer, Julie Miller and driver Andy Miller in that particular race. Major Athens ran up the score in his qualifier. He's a major money earner. He's going to be in that race as well. So uh, certainly a good event there in the 12th. And then uh, the 13th race on what has certainly been an all-star program here at Yonkers, the 13th race. Three Western Rockstar coming off a of back-to-back seconds is the second morning line choice to two Moonlight on the Beach for uh, Jeffrey Bayman Jr. And Jason Barlett is looking for his, his 16th career win after that close second place finish last time to Class 6. Uh, Macerlain's in that race as well, starting from the outside, post uh, number 8, uh, looking to add to his $738,000 career uh, earnings mark. So a lot of races come even after we get off the air. Uh, including the great foiled again. Our uh, our uh, broadcast here will end at 5.30, uh, which is about 25 minutes from now. We're going to cover this last race, which is about 10 minutes away, the Yonkers Invitational Pace with uh, Wiggle It Jiggle It. Two split the house has been scratched, so there is a field of seven. You've got uh, a bit of a legend starting from the inside. Uh, right now, seven to one on the board. The second favorite right now is Keystone Velocity, nine to two on the board. This is a very interesting horse has uh, won three of his last five events, including a very nice win in 48-2 and two at uh, Pocono with driver Simon Alard, trainer Renee Alard, certainly can uh, can uh, never throw out uh, any of the Alard's connections. Horses Brian Sears is uh, back in the bike. They're going to be parading here just in just a moment for the final, the Yonkers Invitational Pace. Uh, special thanks to all of our guests, by the way, too, Mike. We had a lot of great guests on the program. Uh, everybody that was... Uh, taking time out of their busy day to join us. Uh, listen, you had a, a lot of horsemen going back and forth. Uh, we were in a very busy paddock earlier on. Uh, I almost got ran over by a couple of horses. Uh, you were able to drag me out of the way. And uh, I'll tell you what, that's what it's like in the paddock, Mike, for those of you that haven't been on the backside. Well, I'll tell you what, it's a very busy area, and you better know where you are. You better know where you are at all times because uh, accidents can certainly happen. Yeah, definitely. And uh, Mike, real quick, I want uh, everybody to know we are giving a very special gift away. Allison Conti sitting like way over here. I know she's going to be listening to this. She's going to be jealous. We're giving away a pair of Montreal Teague signed gloves from Dayton Raceway at the Breeders' Crown. So we will have a. Uh, we'll, we're going to work with uh, Allison. Doesn't know it yet. And- waiting for her yeah she's over here laughing at me she doesn't yeah but she's gonna help us give away uh give away some uh some montreal peak stuff at the breeder's crown and uh, we're probably gonna do a trivia question or something like that it's not gonna be easy though because uh obviously uh they're signed gloves so we might give them away to uh to uh you know to a fan that answers a question or something well i'm gonna tell you mike the, the thing about trivia questions in this day and age is that google exists so that's kind of taking, you know, that's taking the trivia thing away. So I don't know. We might have to think of something. It could be a trivia question. Uh, it could be something else. Something just fell off the roof, Mike, by the way. Hopefully that wasn't uh, 
somebody. But anyway, uh, um, yeah, I mean, you've got the you got the day and age of Google now. So I mean, trivia questions have become a whole lot easier since the advent of the internet. Listen, I put a. <laughs> you're gonna laugh at this. So I think it was for the Dan Pat, and it was a Broadway question. I thought for sure nobody was gonna know this answer. Within 30 seconds, somebody had the correct answer. So I definitely, uh, definitely uh, believe that. Well, Mike, they're getting ready to come onto the track for the 10th race. It's the $250,000 Invitational Pace here at Yonkers. Uh, one to five on Wiggle and Jiggle. It. A huge, huge underlay, if you ask me, from post eight. Obviously, it'll be post seven now. Um, split the house is out. Bit of a legend, Mike. Nine to one. Uh, but a horse that I think has a shot. We talked to driver Mac and Kelly earlier, and he really liked all bets off's chances from here. And I think he's got a good shot. I think all bets off's in a perfect position, and he can stalk from off the pace. And, uh, you know, listen, Matt knows how to drive this horse. He goes everywhere with this horse, and I think Matt's got a very good shot. You know, Mike, if you go back to the Dan Patch when they were in that skirmish for home, uh, All Bets Off was one of the horses that uh, was absolutely flying down that stretch. As a matter of fact, and you were there to witness it, Mike, a couple of steps past the wire, he was actually clear of himself. That uh, stretcher race would have been a little bit longer. All Bets Off would have uh, won the 2016 Dan Patch from Hoosier Park, which, by the way, we hope to be at again next year. But uh, nonetheless, All Bets Off moves in from post position number four to post position number three, and I think think that's uh, certainly a, a big, big opportunity uh, for this uh, earner of over $2 million. All right, Mike, they're coming out onto the racetrack. The All-Star Buglers uh, performing one final time uh, right here uh, for our show anyway. And uh, let's meet the field, Mike. You want to lead us through? Yeah, let's meet and greet the field, the one bit of a legend. Jordan Stratton picks up the drive, comes off a win by a neck over Mocket So. Uh, back on October the 8th, Mike went 152 and 2 in that mile and just really looks sharp, has a ton of early speed. The two split the houses out, three Melmara, Mike, and Melmara has absolutely been, you know, not really hit or miss, but, you know, has been good, has been bad. And, you know, here the last couple starts has really uh, looked sharp, um, raced in the um, raced in the Kane Invitational at Batavia. Now, here's, here's look, now, you, can, do you mind? I look at this really fast. I want to see something because Melmara doesn't. There's no. There's no. Pedal. We both. We both witnessed the race. Melmara hooked wheels in that race, and there's no impeded line. So just you know, keep that in the back of your mind uh, about Melmara. Yeah, and that's the live program. By the way, you're talking about Mike. It's in the simulcast, right? It's in the simulcast. No, it's, not in it's not in there either. It's not in anywhere. Okay. Four Hall Bets Off uh, is a horse that has uh, earned over $2 million in his career, 21 of 73, looking for his fourth win out this season, a third place finish last time to that 146 fastest mile ever in harness racing for Always Be Mickey. Moves into post three here today. Five Keystone Velocities, very sharp, Mike. He's won three of his last four races, uh, and he's got 19 career wins. He's looking for his sixth win of the season. He's been very, very good. Any kind of check. Mike puts him over the half million dollar earnings mark. For the mark of 148 and one at the Meadowlands, the six is artistic major. Nosed out betting exchange in the fourth open handicap last time out. Uh, coming off a 28-4 final quarter, 152 was the final time. I think artistic major, you know, it's going to be a tough race for artistic major, in, you know, just my opinion. And it's just going to be a tough, tough race for him. 
Yeah, certainly will be. Seven, now, Marby Beach, your winner, two starts back at Yonkers, uh, kind of a hometown favorite, if you will, uh, and even fourth place finished last time, the bit of a legend. Uh, post six is certainly not going to do him any favors. And, of course, you've got number eight, Wiggle Jiglet, last year's horse of the year, but $3.6 million, 37 of 49. It's his 50th career start. Can you believe that, Mike? 50 times this great horse has been on the racetrack already. He's 14 of 22 this year. He's made one point. He's just a couple of... A uh, thousand under one point five million for earnings coming off the winning in the Dayton Derby against Always Be Mickey and the Freaky Feet Pete in a great race. Wiggle the Chiglet moves into post seven. This big Mike Clyde Francis uh, right in front of his clients give you the big thumbs up. Uh, you know he I give him a hat uh, uh, back at, at Harris Philadelphia. I don't know if he still has it or not. But, uh, nonetheless, Wiggle the Chiglet right now two to five. Yeah, you know, Wiggle It, Jiggle It, uh, you know, again, 2 to 5 just seems like a really low price from post 8. I, I can't take that. I think the 3 mara has got a shot from the inside, but I'm sticking with all bets off here, Mike. I'm going with the man all bets off. I think he's got a big, big shot. Like I said, Matt Kikaley was very high on this horse earlier, and I think he's got a shot to win. All right, so looking at everybody warming up, Mike, it certainly looks like they uh, look very, very good. Wiggle it, jiggle it. Uh, just passed us right here. We had a chance uh, in watching him warm up, and we had a chance to talk to uh, Montreal Teague earlier. Montreal, very happy with the way uh, he warmed up and uh, the way he's coming into this race. So we'll see uh, what kind of drive Montreal Teague will give number eight, wiggle it, jiggle it. Uh, by the way, like Mike said, in case you just missed it or in case you're just tuning in for the final couple of minutes of this program, we are going to be giving away a pair of signed gloves from Montreal Teague uh, that he used in the Dayton Derby to win in that thrilling mile, 49-1. and one. There will always be Mickey and Freaky Feet. We're going to be giving those away at our live remote mic coming up uh, in uh, not too not distant too future. What, in November at the, the uh, uh, Breeders' Crown at the Meadowlands? We'll be uh, just down the street. Yeah, we're not going to be too far away. We're going to be about 25 minutes down the road at the Meadowlands Racetrack. Really excited about going out there and uh, covering the Breeders' Crown Live. We'll be out there on Friday and Saturday. Garnett Barnsdale, we've employed him for Friday. And Jessica Otten, listen, you've been talking Michigan natives the entire time on the show. And your Michigan natives have been coming in for you. And then we've also got Gabe Pruitt. Yep, so we got an all-star cast going to bring you all the action from the Meadowlands coming up. Uh, the Breeders' Crown, and uh, well, I'll tell you what, it's shaping up to be an exciting Breeders' Crown. Be a magician is pointed there, a whole host of horses. Uh, I'll tell you, it's going to be just a great, great thing. And we'll be broadcasting live from the Breeders' Crown coming up uh, in November right here on Post Time with Mike and Mike. Once again, follow us on uh, Twitter, like us on Facebook. You can log on to our website for show information, post time with Mike and Mike.com. Uh, we're also on the Bet American Networks. You can catch all of our action and all of our shows, uh, including this uh, one on demand at Bet America. Also, uh, Bet America's done a nice job, Mike, distributing us. So we're at iHeartRadio. You can catch us on iTunes. Uh, we're all over the place out there. So whatever you're listening experience or whatever you want your listening experience to be on the world wide web you can catch us pretty much everywhere now listen this is why i love our live remotes because we've got a few people down off to our right but look who's behind you look who decided he's going to come watch the race from right here over your shoulder you know he's going to pull a robert cooper from hoosier park but no we listen we've had people up here all day we got some post time with mike and mike cats down there we're really happy to give out and uh we're gonna have to give out some more but we appreciate anybody who stopped by and said hello and uh you know everybody who's come down and give us interviews clyde we give you guys a lot of credit you guys talk to us an awful lot we appreciate it 
Yeah, certainly. One of the great things about the Tate Connection and uh, Clyde Francis and all them guys is they have uh, been so generous with their time. Uh, just just class, class acts. It's great to see good people do good in this industry. And, and uh, you know, there he is right now, Wiggle It, Jiggle It, right in front of us. Boy, he looks like he is poised to pounce as, uh, well, it says two minutes on the board and zero. So we're just about getting ready to uh, start this race going one mile. Your final thoughts on this particular race, Mike? Uh, Wiggle It, Jiggle It, what's he going to have to do to uh, take care of business here right now at one to five? Listen, you know, this is a tough spot for him on the outside. I think bit of a legend is going to leave, but it, it, Montrell said it earlier. If he can get into a good position early, he, he's going to be tough to beat. And I, I think that he could put himself into a good enough position to win this race. And, you know, Wiglet kind of just does his own thing. He goes, you know, he's got his own speed. Uh, my selection here, uh, again, I, I'm going with a little, trying to go with value over – my I love, listen. I love. We all know we love wiggling, jiggling on this show. But I'm going with all bets off. I think he's got a big shot. But you know, listen. You can't count wiggling, jiggling out. And you know, listen. Post eight, two start, three starts back didn't hurt him. Post six at the Meadowlands in the U.S. Pacing Championship didn't hurt him. And that was against a, a stronger, or, or not stronger field, but against a very strong field. You know, I just I don't see how he gets beat here. But I got to go with all bets off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're wagering here, you're looking for value. Certainly, I'm alive with one bit of a legend who four all bets off in the uh, pick five, and certainly that payoff would be a lot better if Wiggle It, Jiggle It won. But, I mean, listen, make no mistake about it. Wiggle It, Jiggle It is the fan's horse. Uh, I still go back to the the day uh, when he won at uh, Harris, Philadelphia, and I'm telling you, Mike, that winner's circle was so crowded, uh, there there had to be – thousands of people in that winner's circle honestly i think we had to take about four or five separate pictures uh when he uh raced and won at the harris philly now listen i was at dayton and clyde could attest it i don't know how big mike was able to hold him he stood for a picture at dayton he did he stood for a picture he didn't jump up in the air didn't do it i could not believe he stood for a picture i gotta hey listen you were back he was happy to see you okay but uh he stood for a picture i couldn't believe it so uh the starting gate is moving into position for the 10th race here at Yonkers Raceway. Again, 2-5 on the big horse, Wiggle It, Jiggle It, who is coming off of a win by a head in the Dayton Derby, which we just talked about over Always Be Mickey and Freaky Feet Pete. Second choice on the board to the 5, Keystone Velocity. Mike, this is the VIP stable horse that we talked about on Thursday. Let's send it to John Hernan with the live call of the Yonkers Invitational Pace, $250,000. Again, this race only goes one mile. Field is on gate. They're off. Good start for the big guy. Wiggle it, jiggle it on the outside, and a blink of an eye has grabbed the top. Bit of a legend next to Mel Maris. They bank it to the first turn. Coming away fourth was all bets off. Wiggle it, jiggle it. Offensive-minded here, and leads it by two. On bit of a legend, it's a gap of two to Mel Maris third. And facing fourth is all bets off with up four and a half lengths from the lead. Followed by Keystone Velocity. It's a gap of two and a half to Artistic Major and Mel Murphy Beach. Wiggle it, jiggle it, and Montreal Teague. 
at the head of affairs, deleted by a length and a half to an opening quarter in 27-3 as his nemesis, bit of a legend, sits the pocket. It's a length and a half back to Mel Mara in third. Watching it closely is all bets off and five lengths from the big guy. Then we come back to Keystone Velocity. Artistic major has one rival beat, and that is 55 to 1 long shot. Mel Murby Beach. Wiggle it, jiggle it. In his 50th lifetime start, leads it by two lengths from a tracking bit of a legend. Mel Mara's not far behind. It's two and a half to all bets off, who's gapping in fourth. Sits on the outside, Keystone Velocity. The half mile was 55 and 4. 28 and 1 second quarter. And Sears looks to rally Keystone Velocity from six lengths away. Then Artistic Major and Mel Murby Beach. They head up the back stretch at the Yorkers Invitational Pace and wiggle it, jiggle it, trying to see this through. Bit of a legend looms in second on the outside. Keystone Velocity under some pressure now. For the inside, Mel Mara, all bets off, second over, and four and a half lengths from the lead as they check it at three quarters in 123 and one. Wiggle it, jiggle it, a length and a half, bit of a legend, every chance if he's good enough. For the inside, Mel Mara, third. Keystone Velocity dropping back fourth. Three wide, all bets off, and they're at the top of the stretch. And Wiggle it, jiggle it, racing for a bit of a legend, but Wiggle it, jiggle it is kicked away. Wiggle it, jiggle it by two, a bit of a legend, second, but not making an impact. Wiggle it, jiggle it is done again. Career win, 38, in lifetime start number 50. Nice job, Doc. Then Legend and Mel Mara. 150 and two. Wiggle it, jiggle it, Mike Bozich. And, you know, he did exactly what Montreal Teague said he was going to do. He didn't give anybody else a chance. He said, I'm going, and I'm going hard. And he went right to the lead and never looked back. Unbelievable. I mean, just went to the top. And, and you just had the sense, Mike, that when this horse went to the top, Mike, that uh, this race was over. I mean, this race simply was over once Wiggle It, Jiggle It made it to the front, and uh, that's exactly what happened. Uh, just zoomed off the gate, and w- certainly no surprise that Wiggle It, Jiggle It won. A big surprise with how easy he got the top. And quarter 27-3, and three, That's Mike, that's ball game. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think, uh, you know, he put in a very, very uh, strong effort. And uh, <laughs> Mike's turning off all the TV. Yeah, I, what do you think? We're leaving? We still got another uh, nine minutes here. You freaking you turned off three different televisions here. But uh, Wiggle It Jiggle I was trying to see who finished second. I looked up. There wasn't anything there. So uh, Wiggle It Jiggle It, uh, you know, absolutely looked dominant. We're still waiting on the second place. Bit of a legend, I believe, was second. I'm not sure who was third. But, uh you know, it was just a big, big mile for Wiggle and Jiggle, and there it is. Mel Mara was third, all bets off, finished for it. All bets off. He, you know, he always manages to hit the board. So it's going to be 8-1-3-4, 8-1-3-4 All right, so we just got a couple of minutes left on this broadcast. Mike's going to start counting us down here in a minute. But uh, where is this three hours gone? I got to tell you, Mike, you've you done a heck of a job going down there. And in, in, for those of you that uh, we were going to do some other things uh, behind the scenes, we were going to try to do some Facebook Live. But, you know, we, uh, you know, we had to make sure we set up and got on the air and everything. And, and Mike, I got to tell you, did a heck of a job. I mean, just going back and forth, uh, getting all the paddock interviews. And like I say, hats off to the Standard Bread Owners Association of New York putting us up in such a very, very good spot where we had access to a lot of uh, great interviews. But uh, wiggle it, jiggle it. It caps it off. I think the 50 cent pick five Mike's paying about what, 52? $52, something like that? Listen, you spent 48 and you're making 54. So at least you're taking home some toll money. <laughs> yes, six, $6 wouldn't even give me a quarter to way across the George Washington Bridge. <laughs> yeah, definitely. 
Well, Mike, this has been a lot of fun. We're going to take one final short timeout. We're going to pay some bills, and when we come back, we're going to wrap this thing up. It's been a lot of fun from Yonkers Raceway. Hey, I'm Chantel Sutherland-Cruz and want to tell you all about BetAmerica.com. It's the coolest place to bet on horse racing on over 200 racetracks from America and around the world. New players receive a 100% bonus on your first deposit, up to $300. That's the best sign-up bonus available today. It's time to play the Bet America way. Welcome back to Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Carter alongside of Mike Bozich. And Mike, a uh, historic day, to say the least. Uh, three big races, a lot of fun. You hit the pick five, so that's a plus. And, uh, you know, uh, Resolve looked absolutely fantastic. Speaking of Resolve, Ocas Fonstead is down there. He's down over there just, you know, looking at us and waving. And a fantastic job that he did steering Resolve. And, uh, you know, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, certainly has. Hats off to Resolve uh, and trainer driver Oka Swanstad winning the international trot. Uh, hats off to Be a Magician. She looked tremendous today, and of course, uh, Wiggle It Jiggle looked great. We've got Foiled again coming up. We're not going to be on the air. We're closing things out right now, but Foiled again's in the very next race, so if you're near a Yonkers TV, you may want to check out the great one as he's looking for his third straight win. Mike, take this baby home. All right. For everybody here at Yonkers Raceway, Alex Dedoyan, we're so thankful for that group and SOA of New York and all of our sponsors. We thank you so much for joining us this day in the Yonkers International Trot from Yonkers Raceway. We'll see you back on Thursday night with the first post of 7 o'clock. Good night.